Talk Radio. Oh, blimey, I didn't know what the time was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man, alive. I'm sat out there. Oh, I know what's going on. The, bo- the Talk Sport boys have been chatting to me, trying to make me late for the show. That's what they've done. Oh, man, alive. I thought I was sat there thinking, right, we'll go for a wee in a little bit and we'll do this. We'll... No, we won't. We're going to rush into the studio because we're almost late for the show. Here's the news. <laughs> Line, line two, you're on the wireless. Who's this? Oh, my... Where's, where's, who's this on line two? So, hang on a minute. Let me just... Uh, just whack them straight through. Line two! Where have they gone? Oh, blimey. The f- people are ringing in. The show's not even started, guys. And I don't think it's going to start for another ten minutes. This studio is a little over a week old. It's already falling apart. I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to get rid of this bit, guys. It's fallen off. Oh, man, alive. I was not ready for the Andy Goldstein. That's who, that's who, that's whose fault this is, right? Because I'm sat in the, the little, um, annex where the talk radio, uh, offices are. And Andy comes in from talk sport. Oh, all right, you know, how's the show going? You having a good, and then he saunters off to do his show, right? The talk sport studios is nearer to the office than, um, than this studio. Uh, and, um, he goes off to do his show. I've lost all track of time. Suddenly, I'm late for the show, guys. I'm late for the show. Who was listening to talk radio at the weekend? Id, were you listening to talk radio at the weekend? I, I listened to a few highlights. Online. Why are you giving me that disappointed look? Because, mate... You are an immigrant. Yep. Possibly illegal. I've not seen your papers. <laughs> I've got a passport. I'm here legally. You've been here for a long, long time. <laughs> Too long, you, are you saying? And you, we, and by we I mean the British, have very kindly welcomed you by giving you a job that could have gone to a Brit. That's yes, okay. a Brit wouldn't have taken, uh, taken the... Line two. Hello. Who's this? It's Tris. Tris, you're on the air. What can we do for you? Hi there, I just want to say hello. Um, hello. I tried phoning in on Friday, but um, no one ever rang me back, so I thought I'd, thought I'd try again tonight. Ah, flippin' actress! This is right, hang on a second, mate, that's bang out of order. Id! Hi. Right, so not only have you not been listening to the station that is, that is taking the bread out of an English child's mouth to, to give to you and your family, mm. you didn't call Tris back. I, no, I, I probably did try to call him back. I, there were probably a few issues with our big phone box in here. W- we have had a few, T-F. a few niggles, so oh, okay. we can... We okay, can work through this. Tris, he's calling you a niggle. I think we're still allowed to say that word. <laughs> You're on the air now, Tris. Let's make it. Let's make it good. You've been storing this up all weekend. Let's make it good, I buddy. Well, I just wanted to say, um, and I, I know you touched upon it on Twitter the other day, but um, Gary Shandley. Oh man, yeah, and that's sad. Devastated. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's so underrated in this country. And when you think of what he's done for sitcom, I mean, things like The Office and stuff like your mate Ricky Gervais and stuff like that, it's just. Just um, a real talent loss. Well, the Larry Sanders show, BBC Two, showed it no respect at all when it was on, and they put it on Tuesday yeah, at 11.30, then Friday right, at 10, yeah. and then it will be on a Monday at half past one in the morning. It was all over the shop. Oh, you know, that was my, that was my, uh, that was my formative years, that, sitting there, waiting wait for that on BBC, so I used to love it. And Flicking it, it, it away in front of the bad. TV. 
Absolutely. Waiting for, waiting for Seinfeld. Yeah, 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 Seinfeld and Sanders. And Sanders, I think, stands the test of time better. Seinfeld is still very funny, but it's always yeah. ruined by that... All of that, that slap bass. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've just I've just finished watching um, the Larry Sanders show through again, and it's it's brilliant. And I've, I've just started on the, uh, the Gary Shandling shows. Oh, I've got the Gary Shandling show box set, yes. I, I, I tucked into that about a month ago, and then I, I didn't get too far, so I need, uh, I need to get back into that. But it'll be, it'll be tinged with sadness. Tris, listen, it's not the best line, so we'll say goodnight. Ta-ta, thank you very much. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I think, we've, we've, I think we're going to test the, uh, the goodwill of the listeners tonight. You know, last week uh, it was, everyone was giving us a free ride and it was groovy, man. And, you know, everyone was high-fiving and slapping each other on the back. I think tonight is the night that we're really going to test the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the loyalty and the goodwill of the listeners. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Kath, do you want to come and hang out in here? Um, we're going to play iPod Roulette tonight if you fancy it. Oh, this is what the point I was getting to, Id. Hi. So you didn't listen. I listened to highlights. I listened back online. Well, I don't know what that means, mate. It means listening at the time that I want to. Like listening to your podcast, for example. I listened to highlights like that from other shows. Okay, so, okay, name the other shows. So I had listened to... Uh, didn't finish the sentence. Oh, sorry, sorry. Name the other shows that you listened to. I listened to a little bit of Let's Talk with Eamon Holmes. Okay. I listened to... With Car- he had, I believe he had um, uh, Len Ka- Bidopic and Karen Danchuk on there. Yeah. Uh, Karen Brady, actually. Yep. Are you testing me here, Ian? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, and we also, I also had a bit of a listen to the Seven Days of Talk radio show hosted by, uh, you know, just, just someone. Boyle, which uh. I believe you had uh, Len Bidopic and Karen Danchuk on there. Yeah, all yeah. over it. All over it. Well yeah. known. He was all over her. Did you listen to the best show on the weekend at Talk Radio, and I say this, my tongue is in my mouth, it's not anywhere near my cheek, the best show on Talk Radio at the weekend. Did you listen to it? Yes, I did. Which one? It was, a, it was on Saturday oh. morning, best of Ian Lee. Oh, oh no, we, you know he loves you saying that, but no, there was a different one. Howard Hughes. No, I, I missed that one. It was awesome. I'm Howard Hughes. Oh, that's not, I could, oh, I could possibly with a bit of, I'm Howard Hughes, as we go around the world looking at mysteries and bullshine. Do you know he's a scouser? You is never he? know. He said he's from... Is a- Howard Hughes his real name? Because you know who Howard Hughes is? Yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake. No. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. I always get those two guys mixed up. Oh, wait, the Aviator. Is it his real name? Or is that a mystery? It's unexplained. Either way, right? So Howard Hughes is a, is a brilliant show. Sunday nights, what time does it start? 10 o'clock? 10 yeah. till 1. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's, it's everything. He should, I don't know what's on Saturday nights, but it should be Howard Hughes. Unless, um, unless it's someone we like, in which case... Um, then definitely it's, them. It's uh, Anna Williamson with sex and relationships and celebrity oh, stuff. Oh, wow. With sex what? With, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He Ken. should only replace people we don't like. <laughs> yeah. So, 10 o'clock, weekday morning. No. So, Howard Hughes does, like, the spooky stuff. You know, ghost stories, made-up stuff. <laughs> the paranormal. But he believes it, right? And the lo- honestly, it was brilliant. We've got to get Howard on the show because I love it so much. It's exactly what a Sunday night, late night radio should be. F- fruitcakes and nutcases. And um, I think we've got a lot of people listening because we were tweeting about it. And he had this guy on who's written um, over a thousand pages about haunted... Air- it was just haunted aircraft. World War II airfields. Haunted airfields. That was the only thing this book was about, yeah. right? Is my computer on, Id? Okay. 
And at the end of the interview, there was a really poignant question, OK? And this guy had recorded ghosts, he'd, he'd heard ghosts, he'd heard stories. Ghosts had told him he was a liar? Ghosts had told him he was a liar. And at the end of the interview, it was a really poignant question with a very powerful answer. This 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 was uh, from Howard's show on Sunday. What would be the one event that you would like to happen that hasn't happened? What's the one bit of proof that you would like to go to a base and get? I've never seen a, a phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front of me. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> He has never seen a phantom aircraft. Let's just get that again. Oh, I've never seen a, a phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front of me. Yeah, you know why, mate? Because that's bullshine. They don't exist. That's absolute nonsense. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you can uh, contradict me on that, <laughs> it was just. It was almost like some shows, and I don't. Like, I don't do this, and I don't like this. I think it's lazy and it's cheap. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Some people do the easy route of um, um, getting characters to come on and pretend to be like old men or pretend to be UFO experts or computer experts or whatever. And it was like um, someone was doing a character of a ghost hunting expert when he came out with. I've never seen. A, a phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front of me. That that whole interview though was priceless, and I've clipped it for the best of show. For, that's the first oh, thing I'm playing, right? Mate, because it, it's the only thing I want to play over and over again. It was honestly, it's such a good show, and this is. In, please don't think this is any way a dissing of, of Howard Hughes. I've been a big fan of his for years, and to be on the same station as him is an honour. And it is going to be my. We'll, we'll get Howard on at yeah. one night. We'll get him on because I, I want to know, Howard, do you really believe? In all of this stuff, because he these sounds in, he about. sounds into it, doesn't he? He does. He's he, he's he's possibly an excellent actor <laughs> if he can pull that off. There was a slightly awkward moment in the beginning of the interview, the second no. half of the interview, where he said, "My family come from the Southport area. I understand you've been covering one of the airfields oh, from yeah. there." And he went, um, "Well, there probably is a story, but I haven't got that right now." <laughs> Oh, well, but there are lots of ghosts, aren't there? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I believe you've got a clip of this airfield in South Wales. Yeah, I have, but I didn't know we were going to talk about that, so I'm not giving it to you. But it's a really good one, and you can hear ghosts talking. <laughs> oh, come on, mate, because the clip you gave him was just... All the clip we gave him was was just static noise. What am I and then just, then just very faintly, very faintly, you could hear... I've only just woken up. <laughs> what was that? There was that bit about the spirit boxes. Oh, have you ever recorded any spirit voices? Yes, I have. They said, Chris is a liar. Did you find out who Chris was? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I, and, I, you know, I, I hope people start calling into that show. This is one of the... I, I'm enjoying talk radio a lot. I think it's, there are some shows on there I don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Which is great. Because but that's cool, because it's not... For, you know, every single oh, programme can't be what you're into. Oh, it's great. No, it's perfect. Because if I liked everything, then I, I would feel a little bit weird. And also, it would sound like I was sucking up to the... Bo- I like everything on some stuff in here I don't like. I'm not that keen on. Some stuff in here I think is brilliant, and some stuff I think is so-so. But I, I think that I think there's a really nice mix of stuff. And to have Howard on on a Sunday night, I think, is an absolutely cracking idea. It's I, it's just a. I've never seen a, a phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front. Of me. If you've ever seen a phantom aircraft land in a field in front of you, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Calls cost seven pence a minute plus your provider's access charge. We'll call you back. All right, that's, I think that's that might be a bit niche. It's a little bit niche, but I'm happy to stick with that. I mean, Howard wasn't getting any calls about it on Sunday. That's what I say. News station, because we're on DAB and online only, 
Uh, uh, people are, th- 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 there's not been as many phone calls to the rep. We're very lucky. I mean, God bless you for, for you know, th- th- thinking you want to phone us up. These idiots. A lot of the other shows have been a lot um, um, quieter on the calls. Get on the phones, man, because this that's when the station's really going to start taking off. When people phone up Julia Hartley Brew and, 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 and point our obnoxious views. Or when people start phoning up and, um, um, you know, singing the, um, the uh, what was the meow, 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 when people start singing that to Paul Ross, when these kind of things start happening, boy, oh boy, the station is really going to... Um... Do you think people are just being a bit polite at the moment, trying to wave people up? I think, uh, do you know what? It's probably a small audience yeah. because of the, the DAB and the online, uh, and people are probably a little bit shy. The, yeah. the thing that we... The, the BBC, when we were at, there weren't many callers until we really said to everyone, you can call us. Yeah. And once you start getting one call, your people start coming through, and the same will happen here, and that is when talk radio is going to take off. I think the other thing was, we said, you can call us and you can talk about whatever you want to. And I think, uh, gosh, I've listened to radio for years. I can't think of any time I've ever even been tempted to ring up a radio station yep. as, a, as a punter. It's a really kind of, it's a leap of faith. You don't want to come on like a Wally. You, you <laughs> this is Catherine Boyle! You can't like a Wally on this programme because we're doing that already. Um, I, and I was saying the other day that you don't get prank phone calls anymore. I used to do prank phone calls. I lost a lot of work because I prank called Five Live once and um, had a go at Dwayne Chambers. We did have one woman try to do a prank call a couple of nights back, didn't we? I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's the voice. cooking, cooking. Um, and and I said I, I miss and I used to phone up Ian Collins and uh, Mike Stickin. You love Mike Stickin, and um, do, do prank calls and no one does prank calls. And then someone said, "Well, you, people are going to prank your show now." But a prank call wouldn't work on this show yeah. because it's all lunatics. I mean, I can see the, we got Manny's going to be the first cab off the rank tonight, and he's you know he's a fruitcake. The point of a prank call is it's got to be <laughs> subversive, and we're already doing it, so there's no point. I tell you what we can do. We're going to take a break, and then we got we got Manny, we got Daniel, we got Bobby. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We don't want to go from a sleepy country to a flabby country. My name is Todd. Evening, um, ladles and jelly spoons. People don't say that anymore, do they? You do. Well, I do, because I remember in the 70s, all kids' entertainers would go, Good evening, ladles and jelly spoons. I don't remember that. Do you not? No, it's but my g- memories of the seventies uh, are very, 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 oh, very dim. Oh, uh, it's a, it's a, it was a great decade for children's entertainers, probably all paedophiles, and that well, was that was what made them so understanding. Gosh, well, they a lot of them were. Turns out, yeah, unfortunately. Good evening, ladles and jelly spoons. Because <laughs> it's like ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I get but it's it. Just not. It's a not, little bit not funny though. Is it? Manny's on the line. Oh, hello. What was going on there, Manny? You having a little sing song? Uh, I just listened to you, mate. Hey, I, um, I, there was a story about, well, about blind people. You're, oh, there. you're blind, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, hang on a minute. Let me find the story. Kath, talk, talk to Manny while I find the story about blind people. What were you singing, Manny? It sounded like living the Vida Loca. No, just, um, Billy Billy Bomb Bomb. That's a good one. <laughs> sing it, go on, oh, sing yeah. it again. Billy uh, Billy, Billy, Billy Bong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, 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 I tuned in last night. Oh, did you? Do you heard Howard Hughes? I, I, yeah, I played with Ian first. I did phone into him because um, the stuff he's on about it, it comes on um, Channel Five Three One. Channel Five Three One. Yeah, about the goals and the UFOs and the Rodwell story. There's a whole that. channel of mm. bullshine. It's the paranormal channel, isn't oh. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, that? did you get on the air with him last night? I did. Oh, I missed that. Oh, good for you. Well yeah. done. Well done. I'm glad you called up. <laughs> I, I thought it was your show last night. 
And um, I, I was going to tune into you, and oh, it was somebody else. And um, yeah, he said, well, it, you, you don't work on um, Saturday and Sundays. No, mate, I don't, I'm allowed two days up. I'm working on good, good Monday for you. But you still well, rang three up. Three hours. You still well, rang, three hours. You still rang up, though, didn't you, Manny, because you're not fussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. lad. Anyway, remember, remember when um, you was over there and you went to that lady's house? Yeah, it's true. When I was over there, he means when I was working in uh, Birmingham and we went to a yeah. lady's haunted uh, house. Well, it was it was a haunted house. And that, it was that was very... where the lad they had the spinning ladder. That's right. Yeah, the ladder was spinning about. Yeah. yeah. Was that true? Well, you it was. There? It was. They believed it. It was a really interesting thing, right? It was. An, it was a really nice family, and mm-hmm. there were mum and dads, and I would say about five or six kids, and a psychic, right? And the um, family had all these video evidence of ghosts and stuff, like ghost monsters and legends, and um, including spinning ladders, mm. right? And it was kind of spooky in there. And the, uh, the, but it was—I don't believe a word of it. <laughs> I don't believe a word of it because I managed to recreate the spinning ladder quite easily. Oh yeah, yeah, you were saying with the yeah, by, by the locked door. Yeah, I managed to do that. Where's my copy of the star? It's in here. And um, but. The psychic woman was very nice. She'd obviously thought she'd found a banker. And the rest of the family... Ble- There's obviously two people in the family that were doing it, mm. I would suggest. Any of us is about blind people? Well, Johnny Rotten's going blind, but that's not the story. Mm. Can't find the story. Basically, what it was, it was saying mm. that blind people do the same hand movements as those that can see. What? Well, I need to find. Well, well, well Manny will because well, he used well, to be able well. to see. I used so, to see. So yeah. He, so he says. I have no evidence that Manny had sight until four years, <laughs> until an industrial accident four years ago. I've only got the say so of a man who, until recently, was drunk every time he phoned me. Oh, and drunk. No, you are hungover. I apologise, Manny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're yeah. always hungover. Anyway, I met. I told an old friend of yours that you were on here. Yeah. I won't mention his name, but his name starts with an R. Right. I know who that is. Yeah, you know, don't you? Ranjit. That's it. Oh, that's blimey. Has yeah. <laughs> he still got that chipping? Oh, bacteria place, yeah, sure. <gasps> Do you believe in ghosts, Manny? And since losing your sight, have you found yourself tuned in even more to the natural, nay, the supernatural world? I I watch the... You, you know where they solve the murders? When they oh, solve yeah. the murders, um, a morse. Five, I can, it's, no, no, no. It's murder, uh, she wrote. Five, hey, uh, you know who's going to be the new murder she wrote? Who? Um, five, two, two. No, um, Manny, five, Manny. Five, you, five, you can't get a word in edgeways with him. Manny, listen. You know who's going to be the new murder she wrote, the new Jessica Fletcher? Who? Taylor Swift. Shut up. Taylor Swift. No. Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm trying to find two stories now. I'm not having that because Jessica Fletcher was of an age where she could have had all those those go. nephews and nieces that were always Pop, guest starring. Pop queen Taylor Swift is set to turn film star for a big screen version of Murder, she wrote. <laughs> the Red Singer is a huge fan of the classic 80s and 90s TV series which starred Angela Lansbury as mystery writer turned sleuth Jessica Fletcher. And as she takes a break from the music industry, Powers have revealed the star wants to try acting. Oh. Good. <laughs> she be... The thing is, right, I like Taylor Swift. I reckon she could... If anyone can pull off Angela Lansbury, it'll be Taylor Swift. Totally. You don't think she's too young to pull off that role? No, I think she no. could do it. I think she could totally do it. Lots of makeup, wigs. Why, 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 why not? Why not? Ha- Here we go. This is what you do. You have an origin story. 
Uh-huh. You have an origin story, and that means you um, you find out... Why is there a Shakademus and Plyer song called Murder, she wrote? That can't be right, surely. You, um, you, you have the story where um, she becomes... A, a writer. A writer. She gets her first book... This is brilliant. She gets her first book published, and um, then she goes and solves a crime. Guys? Well, yeah, that could work. Anyone? No? Okay. Anyway, Manny, what were you saying? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's Channel 522 and 552. What what are you doing? Are you giving out someone's phone number? No, no, it's Channel, man. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, it's American. You know, they're... Yeah, when, when they kill somebody and then they go and find them and... You're still you know, talking about are, that. Are you talking about Crime and Investigation Channel? Yeah, that's the one, yes, the one. That's, Boom. The one, yeah. that's what I'm here for. Has yeah. anybody, what? has anybody ever actually solved a crime? You know, they used to do this, again, back in the 70s and 80s, right? If there was a murder, right, they'd get a psychic in. They would actually get a psychic in. They still do it now. To find the... They do, they don't do they? They do it for that girl. in they uh, South Wales, and little, little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody... And by body, I mean body. Has anybody ever actually be fa- been found by a psychic? I can't... I cannot believe that they, that they have. I can't believe it. Oh, wait, 444991000. Manny, listen, thank you very much. Just realised there are loads of people calling in. I was expecting it to be quiet on a bank holiday, and there's um, shed loads. They've all been on an all day, that's why. Taylor was always watching... This is a friend of Taylor Swift's. So so this means it's made up. Of course it is. Taylor was always watching reruns of it, and even bought a few box sets on DVD. As a kid, she always wanted to be a detective. The 26-year-old star is taking a break from music. How can you take a break? from your job at the age of 26. Because she's got enough money to do so. I think she's good, Taylor Swift. I do. What's that song about? It's shake it to the left. You sh- no. Shake it off. Shake, shake it off. Shake it off, baby. She used to be country. She did. Didn't she? Yeah, she turned her back on all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for her. Well, I hope she gets it. I hope she gets it, Daniel. Daniel? <laughs> He's waited 15 minutes for this. To slap his bass. And this music put me off watching. There we go. I've got a great phone in. Things you've been put off watching because of the music. <laughs> this put me off watching Seinfeld for two years. Tales of the Unexpected. Really? Yes. Too, too, too frightening. Oh, man. It just keeps going up and up. Can't. And further and further away from the phone. Thanks, Daniel. There he's, and he's gone, and he's hung up. That's the perfect phone call. Do you think he's playing that live? Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. I tell you, years ago, my favourite caller, and you never heard this, was this guy, this young lad would come on, they go, I want to talk, whatever we're talking about, we're talking about, um, um, what's the best thing you found in a skip? Which, by the way, we can do that tonight. Best thing you found. He's going, yeah, I want to tell you, I found, uh, me and my mate, we were, um, there was a skip outside about five doors down, and one night when everyone had gone to sleep, we went and had a look in there. And we were rummaging through it, and we saw this, and then he started doing Afrikaans music, 
And him and his, it, like, it was like, and it, it was really good. Oh, you know, I can't. Like Lady Smith, Black Mambasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started doing that and he was brilliant at it. Brilliant. And then he just hang up. Gosh. And he would, and, and I'd fall for every time, every time. I, I couldn't see it coming. And then he'd do it. <laughs> oh, wait. For those, um, uh, about to rock, we salute you. For those of you who are new to this show, 0844-499-1000. This is literally as good as it gets. This is a good start to the show. It will, it, it, we've probably peaked at 28 minutes past 10. I hope not. On Got good, a podcast to fill. Good Monday. Bobby's on the line. Hello, Bobby. Hello. Hey, Bobby, what you got for us? Uh, a couple of things, because you just said about what have, what have you ever found in a skip. Yeah. It wasn't a skip, but my husband used to work... Um, Your husband? You mean you're not a 10-year-old boy? No, I'm 25. Fantastic. And great. Oh, what's that now? There's an accent there. What's that accent? Plymouth. Bristol, Bristol, no. Bristol. No, I'm not far. Um, I am in Dorset. Oh, man. I love that. I love the accent. That's a burr. I sort of, I sort of have, I can have a mixture of three because I grew up in Wiltshire. Yeah. And I was there since, um, till I was 20. And yeah. then I moved to Dorset. Oh. I'm on the, I'm on the, um, the border of Dorset and Somerset, so oh, I could have mate. I could have it all. Mate, you could have it all. Can you give us an all right, my lover? Oh, I don't like stereotyping, but okay. Go on, do all right, anyway. my lover. Don't make don't make a young woman say all right, my lover. If she doesn't want to. We're not the BBC. <laughs> make her. Well, you kind of put. She, a was, lot... she resisted, but she did it anyway. You, oh, all right, all right. You, I've nearly made a really inappropriate <laughs> no, joke there. But no. you, again, you, we're not on the BBC anymore. Sorry, we don't, Bobby. We don't That's work okay. by those rules. Sorry, Bobby. I feel like I've exploited you. Bobby, listen. We're going to go to a break. Can you stay there for a couple of minutes? Yeah. Cheers, my dears. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So Taylor Swift is going to play. She's not. Angela Lansbury. She's not. This is a completely made-up story. I've been told by Niles on Twitter that Peter Andre is lined up to play Columbo. <laughs> Could work. Who was the original Columbo? He did a pilot and then he turned it down? No. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, yeah. He did the original pilot and then he said he said it won't it, it won't run. Peter Falk was perfect though, wasn't he? He was perfect. Now, the eye thing. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, I know it's real. You can't fake that. That it, the acting You could. You could nowadays. Well, you could CGI it. Yeah. How did Peter Falk lose it? Okay, here we go. This the show is gonna start properly in a minute. How did Peter Falk lose his eye? Dunno. Oh, I don't know either. I was, I was oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand, And people you didn't know were blind. You blew my mind the other day by telling me Andrea Bocelli is blind. Of course he is. And I, di- I didn't have a... Well, you say of course he is. I did not have a clue. He doesn't wear glasses. You can see that Hang on blind. a second. Id. Yeah? Did you know Andrea Bocelli is blind? Yeah. Everyone knows Even that. I know it. Oh, you, we're, you were we're pulling a face at me, not at her. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I thought you were pulling a face if to say what? Back to Colombo, though. Uh, yes. That reminds me of a lad that used to do gym club when I was a gymnast when I was younger. Why? Did he do it in a dirty mag? No. Talk about his wife, but he, you never saw her. No. As, as, he, was, as he was going, he'd come back and say, one final thing. No. No? He had a glass eye. We only found out, found out when it fell out once when he was doing tumble. <clears throat> he was doing tumble, Mr. Tumble. <laughs> See, you, you've got to be so careful. Uh, Bobby! How did you not know Bocelli is blind? I, know, I didn't have a clue! I honestly did. This is not me being Have cute. you never looked at the man? Well, I don't see blindness. No, hang on. No, but now that now that you... now that Because there's loads of posters in around London, right, for him. And now I know it, I can see it. But I'd never... No, you that think before. he just likes to sing with his eyes closed? Yes, I did! He was performing! <laughs> we all know all the best singers. You'd actually be telling me that um, Lionel Richie's blind. 
Well, he's not, but the girl in the video is. Yeah, I don't... he is, yeah. Singers close their eyes to emote. It's powerful. It shows that they are feeling really sexy when they're singing a song. I think you had your eyes closed as well because it was so dreamy. So? You know, when you listen to Andrea sing. I, I don't get it, mate. Well, maybe you, you closed your eyes because otherwise, I mean, flipping neck, it's quite obvious. I don't think it is. Oh, it is. Yeah, I it? think it's obvious. Yeah. It's very obvious. All right then, Bobby. The clever. Fact that he always has someone escort him onto the stage. Yeah, yeah I he's, lo- that. he's lonely. He's shy. Brian Wilson has someone escort him onto the stage. So does Brittany. Fair play. Yeah, exactly. Down the steps. Um, okay, Bobby. You, th- you think you're so clever? There's five points to you. Uh, do you want to double or quits? Um, with what? Yeah, okay, so the answer's yes. So if you get this right, you double now your points. Now you're forcing her to do stuff she doesn't want to do. B- oh, BBC. If you get the answer right, you get ten points. If you get the answer wrong, Bobby, well, you, 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 you lose. How did okay. Peter Falk lose his eye? How did Peter Falk lose his eye? Now, I should have some... I've got some thinking music somewhere. Hang on a second. No, I haven't got any thinking... I haven't got any thinking music, actually, since I've not got all the music I thought I had. So right, well, Peter I know who, I obviously, I know who he is, because well, I know Columba. That's a great, yeah. great start, yeah, yep, yep, great start. But I'm, I'm, I'm young, so I wouldn't have necessarily known. Right, yeah. How did Jesus Christ die? I'm not, I'm not religious, so I'm not getting into it. He died on a cross. Right, okay, and you're young, yeah? And yet Christ <laughs> died longer ago than Falk lost an eye... So the young thing doesn't, it doesn't work at all. I'll tell you what we're going to do, right? Because I, I like you, okay? okay. I, I'm going to um, give you some thinking music. If my computer on, please, Ed. I'm going to give you some thinking music, okay? You've got 30 seconds, okay? Here we go. Oh, there we go. The question is, how did Peter Falk lose his eye? Peter Falk a.k.a. Columbo, also star of an excellent film, Death by Murder or Murder by Death. Have you seen that? It's a good film. Good film. He plays a Columbo-type character in it. And Peter Sellers plays Charlie Chan. So, over to you, Bobby. How for... This is to double your points or to get zero points. How did Peter Falk lose his eye? Um, He had it removed because he had a tumour. Do you know what? It's it's the best answer we've got so far. So I'm going to have to say, I'm going to give her double points. Is that the answer? I've got no idea. Yeah, it is, actually. Because you Googled it. <laughs> Did you Google it? You gave her time to Google it. <laughs> Flipping heck. I mean, I can well, hear no, her Googling. Listen, it's the tw- it's, I, I trusted my listeners and I realised I was foolish to trust my listeners <laughs> because they are as, as cheap and as, as nasty and as plastic as, as you and I, Catherine. Of course they are. That's why they listen to this rubbish. <laughs> Well, well done. Fair play, Bobby. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. Poor old Peter Falk. Eh? What did you call in for? Do you know what? Oh, there we go. Yeah, sorry. It went for a second. Um, <laughs> you were talking about ghosts. Yep. And I believe in ghosts. I know a lot of people don't. Yeah, because they don't exist. Prerogative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's their prerogative. It's like religion. Some people believe, some people don't. Okay, double or quits. Right. And you can't Google this. I'm not going to give you time. Okay. How... Did Sammy Davis Jr. lose his eye? How did Sammy Davis Jr. Did Sammy Davis Jr. lose an eye? Oh, she's flipped it back on you. Yes, mate. How did Sammy Davis Jr. She's buying. She's she's googling. Stop googling. You're no, buying. I'm not. I swear. I okay. swear. So I'm you not. want to pass? Yeah. So I you're, you're back to I zero. Didn't think he d- I didn't think he did. Right. So. I, I, you're back to zero. So I get your points. 
That's oh. fine with me. There we go. I win. I've won. <laughs> I don't think she could ever have won. Well, if she'd known how he... How he oh. You would have given her another question. No, I wouldn't. She would have doubled her points. I know the way points. you work. She would have, if she'd have told me... If she'd have told me that he had a car crash and in the steering wheel of his car, right in the middle where we have we have the horn, it was like a sort of dome shape and he crashed and it pierced his eye. Oh, shut up. And it's true. And because... No, and that this, is true. This is... You just Googled it, haven't you? Yeah, I did. And because... <laughs> and this is... I think it was near Vegas. And because he was a black man... He went to, I think, two or three hospitals, and they said, yeah, we're not taking him. And he had to go to a special poor hospital for black people, even though he was world-famous entertainer, wow. Sammy Davis Jr. Had he gone to the, had the first hospital admitted him, they probably could have saved his eye. Here's a question. What year did it happen? Oh, she's good. She knows, because she's Googled it. She is flipping good. Right, hang on a minute. So who are we talking about? <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr.? Yeah. And you want to know what year? Now, I should know this. What year he lost his eye? What year? And you're he... not allowed to Google it. I'm not... I'm not Googling it, mate. Why would I Google it when I know the answer's 1954? You Googled that. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't, Bobby. The shoe's on the other... The sandal's on the other foot. Just Very to keep true. It in biblical word terms. So you've seen a ghost, have you? <clears throat> yes. Okay, tell, tell us. But the, the actual story I was going to give you was... Um, what happened to my husband. Oh, yeah, 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 go on. Um, he was about 11. Yeah. He was staying at his um, so, nan so and granddad's. Probably made it up, but yeah. <laughs> he was staying at his nan and granddad's, <laughs> and their house was on an old World War Two airfield. Yeah. Um, and in, he was woke up in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. By, a, by a, an American soldier. Yeah. Um, he asked him um, where the airport, where the airfield was, yeah. because he had to get home. And my husband just turned around and said, I'm so sorry, I can't help you. The soldier turned around and walked through the wall. And then that, as soon as he walked through the wall, he heard a plane um, fly over the, the house. It was a the phantom aircraft! <laughs> Flipping heck! Really? Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't. But he did. His nan and gra- his nan actually backed up the story. Oh well, yeah, well, uh, you, you, yeah, but, and you. How but- could she? What? Well, she was I in the room. She, she is an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, Bobby. Now it's all starting to make sense. Now I was going to ask, and you're prepared to marry this this liar? But look at her. She's a cheat. She's a pub quiz cheat. She's googling away. He's making up stories to try and impress the ladies <laughs> and his grand. The thing is, it stops us spoiling two other couples, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? it does. <laughs> Bobby, you've been a very good sport. Thank you very much for that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Did we get anything out of that? Um... Well, we learned how two of um, uh, the, 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 the America's greatest entertainers lost an eye. I'm trying to think of other other famous people with one eye. The, the, the father of the Beach Boys, Murray Wilson, had one eye, and if Did they he? were naughty, he would pop the eye out and make them stare into the socket. Oh, my... Yeah, well, he was he, he did worse things. Do you want to hear a worse thing he did? Was it him, or did he get the boys to do it? Oh, yeah, I think he did it, right? This is horrible. So, the Brian, Brian Wilson's dad, Murray Wilson, OK? So, the, the three Wilson brothers, Brian, Dennis, and Carl. Dennis was the naughty one. Of course he was. One day, at dinner, Dennis said... I don't like this food. I'm not eating this food. Murray Wilson climbed up onto the table 
dropped his pants. What? Did a poo on a plate. No. <laughs> and offered it to Dennis, asking if he'd prefer that as his meal. In the words of Super Nanny, unacceptable. <laughs> That's a true story. That's and that a, explains a hell of a lot. Does, doesn't it? I mean, it really, it really does. You're listening to talk radio. Where <laughs> did you ever? <laughs> anyway, what did he choose? Knowing Dennis, he probably um, he probably chose the one he wasn't meant to. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. What would be the one event that you would like to happen that hasn't happened? What's the one bit of proof that you would like to go to a base and get? I've never seen a, a Phantom aircraft land on an airfield in front of me. Of course you haven't, buddy, because it ain't never. Now a lot of people on Twitter have said, "Does he mean the actual?" There is a Phantom aeroplane. No. He means ghosts. He means, yeah, an Invisiplane. <laughs> like um, uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Now Wonder Woman's is in the new Batman versus Superman movie, which yes. has been panned by critics. I've seen the trailer. I like the look of it. I've also noticed that on the poster as I drive home on the uh, A4, there's a poster that gives it five stars, and it says, "This is brilliant." Seriously, this is really brilliant, right? right. Which sounds... Five stars from who? Well, and then those things normally have Paul Ross or something mm. underneath it. There is no name. <laughs> there is no... Ma- and it's like it's like when you, you're, you're trying to convince someone to come and see your rubbish Edinburgh show. No, this thing is brilliant. Seriously, it is really brilliant. And <laughs> Says it makes, the guy what wrote it. And it makes me think that maybe Superman versus Batman is a stinker. But well, I like the look of it. I've heard the critics are getting a bit sniffy about it, but yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Well, but then I've, I, on, on another Twitter account I've got, I'm following some people that are really into comic books and stuff. They're getting sniffy mm. about it. And then Wonder Woman pops up, but that ain't one, that ain't one woman I recognise. Well, no. That to be honest, this Wonder Woman looks like she could do the business a bit better, because that outfit that she wore in the 80s was oh. never going to let her... I mean, she could... Poor, poor Love was not supported in her running, was she? I need a pen. Okay, so we're writing celebrities with glass eyes. Okay, just one glass eye. Just not Wonder Woman, she had both. No, so far we've got Sammy Davis Jr. We've got um, Columbo. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, Colin. Leo McKern. No. Sorry? Sorry? No. Rumpel. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, flipper. Right? This is what I'm working with, guys. You, you want Broken Britain? It's here, all five foot nine of it. All hairy five foot nine of it. I'm not five foot nine. What are you? Five foot six. I was being generous. <gasps> Wilson is only ten. Wilson, you know who Leo McKern is, don't you? Wilson? Wilson? We've lost... Um, I'm having a bit of trouble with that line. Let me just see if I just do that. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Can you can you give Wilson a call back? Ed, is that okay? Sorry, maybe we, he got bored because we did keep him waiting for about thirty minutes. It's also late, and he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's Easter holidays. He, he's going to stay up drinking hooch all night, <laughs> and why the hell not? Um, okay, Kyle. Uh, in your eyes. Um, can I can I pull back the curtain a little bit? Yeah. Not that, not that curtain. Oh, I wouldn't touch that. Oh, um, I. I'm deliberately, deliberately, I'm experimenting with a few things, right? First thing is, I'm not, I'm not logged into emails or texts. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a couple of tweets if they kind of push the conversation along a little bit. But I, I'm, as a fan of, of speech radio, I am mm-hmm. not a fan of 
tweets and emails. Really. Very, very occasionally you'll get something on there that's, that is actually mind-blowing. But generally, I've only ever used them in the past as filler. Mm-hmm. And so I'm del- I've not got the email machine or the, 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 the text machine in front of me. I don't me. think the texters have been working all day anyway. OK, well, I, I haven't had them since we started no. this. And I'm making a deliberate thing that I want this to be a speech show. So it's either, it's, ideally it's going to be you lot calling in. So what you're saying is you're doing a spend, love. <laughs> don't, I've got that. I'll play that in a minute. Because he's not going to sit here all night reading your emails out, Kyle, is what I, saying. I just think that very rarely have we... Uh, but, as a listener, I don't want to hear the host reading someone else's no. words. And we've been really lucky that we've had enough calls that we don't need to do that. So I'm going to try and make a point of not reading emails or texts. I don't have access to them, so at the moment it's not a problem. The other thing I'm doing, which is slightly different, is I'm not mentioning where people are calling from. Don't matter. It don't matter. And it's again, just for showing off purposes, that, isn't it? I, I think sometimes it might become relevant, right? If if it's, you know, I don't know why. I can't think, be bothered to think of any. I, I can think of well, some examples. like when we talked about that shopping centre. Yeah. What the, other, the other week. Oh, I can't remember where it was, but, you know, he was being very specific about growing up in a certain area. Um, gosh, what's this picture someone sent me? That's, I don't know what that is, Lena. Um, so I, I, I don't think, because a lot of people, they want you to, a lot of radio stations, we, the bosses may think differently and they may give us, you know, a, a, a diktat, which I don't mind a, a diktat now and then. Um, and they might say, we want you to mention the places. It makes it sound big and national and broad. Exactly. But I like the idea, particularly late at night, of it being like a, like a small community. Not a small, a, a community, right? And we don't need to know where other people just Kyle. live. It's just Kyle. And it says on my screen where Kyle's calling from. And I don't think we need that, really. Anyway, Carl, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing around. We're just trying to tinker with the, the, you know, the. How old is phone in radio? What, forty, thirty years in this country? Forty years, maybe. And it's become quite staid and quite predictable, particularly if you listen to LBC and uh, LBC on Sunday night. Blimey, three hours of Europe, a European special. Well, I was listening to Howard Hughes. Well, that's why that's why I tuned into and, Howard Hughes, and, and, and that I'm, certainly wasn't going to lure me away. Yeah, and I, I, I was. That's why I tuned into Howard Hughes, and boy, oh boy, I'm glad LBC yeah. did that because it made me think. Oh, actually, there is other stuff. Uh, LBC and BBC London and Five Live. I, I'm just tinkering with stuff a bit. Anyway, Carl, sorry, carry on. No, it's like a couple, a couple of bits. I've got the opposite of the glass eye for you. The op- a wooden eye. Well, my mate Mackenzie no. has a wooden eye. Does he? In, in when he when he's in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, Paul McCartney's uh, in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Now, I love McCartney like no man, and his last few albums have been surprisingly excellent. Memory almost full. It's a masterpiece, right? Mm. But if anyone has ever seen Help, A Hard Day's Night, or Give My Regards to Broad Street, McCartney is not the best actor. No, but he got by on his looks, then didn't he? Yeah, well, exactly. So how is he going to get by in Pirates of the Caribbean? Because he'll be uh, an old, oldie, worldy version of Macca, won't he? I suppose so. Could be. All right, La. All right, La. I'm Paul McCartney. You know, I'm Paul McCartney. You know, I invented the glass eye. Gordon Brown's got a glass eye. Yeah, that's Rug- that one. was rugby, wasn't it? Rugby incident. Go on, Kyle. Please, Kyle. No, well, I was going to say, funny enough, the second thing I was going to mention relates... Oh, to I've Paul got to McCartney. stop you. I've got to stop you. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. No, I, this is... I'm totally hijacked. Just for a second, I'm sorry, because my sister's just tweeting yeah. me, and it's remind She's texting me Gordon Brown, texting her like, son. Oh, yeah. But it's just reminding me, it, um, Dylan is listening in um, Auckland, in Titirangi. Uh, Id. That is the worst Australian accent you've ever done. Racist. I, I don't that. see colour. I, I never said it was racist. My nephew is uh, he's like 6 or 15 or 11 or something, I don't know, in Auckland where you come from, yep. right? Yep. So can you, he's today and he's listening, yep. right? Can you give him a traditional New Zealand birthday big up? 
Kia ora. Happy birthday, mate. Have a good one. Who's Kia ora? His name's Kia ora. Kia ora. It's, it's Māori for hello. You know, Kia ora. Kia ora. What? You guys say Kia ora. Kia ora. It's too orangey for crows. We say Kia ora. Because that's the official pronu- this proper pronunciation. He's 11, man. Why are you taking the mickey out of him? I'm not taking the mickey out of him. I'm just giving him a traditional New Zealand greeting. I'll give you a traditional <laughs> bun- knuckle sandwich in a minute. Is he 11? I thought he was 7. He's 15 or... St- I don't know his actual age. Okay. He's he is like- related to you, though, right? I mean, yes. But, I mean, kids these days, you know, he he's yet to realise I'm his cool uncle. He thinks the one over there is cool. He doesn't know anything. You, you wait until I, I'm famous again. <laughs> And then, then he'll then say, know. Then he'll cop for it. Happy birthday, Dills. Anyway, Carl, could you please get to the point, mate? You're ruining my nephew's birthday. It's 15th or 16th birthday or 11. I'm not sure. Well, ha- happy birthday to your nephew. So the thing, I was going to say, Roy Orbison, <laughs> Yes. I thought he was blind. Yeah. And yeah. he clearly wasn't. No. He's got sensitive so, eyes. I thought he was an albino. Yeah, yeah, no, he's not. He's got sensitive eyes. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's got his, 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 his um, eyes are sensitive to the light. That's why he wears those um, sunnies. And because it looks uh, cool. Uh, and then the other thing that I thought you, uh, it might be a phone in for you... Oh, yeah. ...is celebrity lookalikes. OK, thanks for calling, Carl. Uh, what do you mean, celebrity lookalikes? Right, OK, so... Paul McCartney... Yeah. ...as he looks now... Yeah. ...looks like Angela Lansbury. Did you Google <laughs> it? Seriously. And the other one is Gail Platt, which is, I think, uh, I don't know whether you know him, Justin's a big fan of hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She looks like E.T. Google it. <laughs> looks like E.T. Honestly. Well, you've got Miley Cyrus looking like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, they do look alike, actually. Yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah, they do. It's the same person. Yeah. Kyle, thank you very much for that. Much appreciated. 0844-499-1000. Happy birthday, Dylan. Let's go. Wilson's back. Hello, Wilson. Hello? Hi. Hello, Wilson. You're right. What's going on with your phone? I wonder if it's that line. Hang on a second. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Let's try and put you on that one. See if that makes a difference. Yes, Wilson. Hello. No, it's your phone. What is it? Oh my goodness. Oh, Wilson. Well, Wilson. 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 We'll try him one more time. Do you want to go and try him? Because I don't yeah. trust Id. I don't. I don't trust it. And also, where is Id gone? <laughs> He's just disappeared. He's vanished. Oh, and I've just cut. There we go. Rosie. Hello, Rosie. Oh, what the flipping heck is going on with this system? Um, anyway, okay. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, apparently Paul McCartney was in the Some Mothers Do Have Them Sports Relief Special. I missed that because I, I, you know, you can't really knock charity, can you, right? And I've done a bit for sports relief. I did the Let's Dance thing, you know, where I was Will Smith getting jiggy with it, right? But I find those programs really, um, it's it really dull. You know, comic relief and sports relief, there are very few bits in those programmes that um, make me laugh. What are we talking about um, this evening? Oh, well, get, remind me to tell you why I think we should ban lifts in a little bit. Oh, 0844-499-1000. Uh, so far, we're trying to... It turns out there are more celebrities with uh, a glass eye than I at first suspected. Sammy Davis Jr., Columbo, Leo McKern... And Gordon Brown. Surely they must... And I don't mean this to sound flippant, OK? They must have the technology to have invented a robot eye, like a camera, like a 4K... My iPhone shoots in 4K and it eats up all the memory. Don't set your iPhone to 4K. Have you done that, Ed? 
kills no. kills the memory. It, it's like you get a 30-second video yeah. and then your phone's full. And then you can't send it because it's too big to send, right? But if my phone um, can do in 4K, why can't scientists do um, like a, a, a camera that you put in your eye? That, that, I, don't mean, I don't know how it would work, but then they, again, I'm not a doctor. Didn't they invent a set of glasses that... Do, that does that you're thinking of oculus rift no i'm thinking google glass oh and then it never got actually mass produced no one went for it because it was rubbish no they bad well but i'm talking about for for a person who's only got one eye mm. so you put a, you, you you i've got a great idea you make a, a an eyeball out of google glass they were looking at doing google contact so maybe you could just put that over the fake eye but you wouldn't be able to see through the eye mate because it's glass, you need to have yeah, a. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> Having trouble with the logic here. It's been, a, need, it's been a long time. Why don't you go and do a little bit of backwards counting maths and tell me what time I'm due out of here? And then, and then, and then. Let's try Wilson again. Yes, Wilson. Good evening. What the hell is. Uh, oh, turns out my nephew Dylan isn't listening. He's watching Iron Man. Oh. Flip <laughs> okay. that, mate. I'm listening. So... I just gave you, Dylan, about. Two thousand pounds worth of uh, on-air time, mate, yeah. that we could have sold to um, an advertiser, right? Yeah. And you're watching Iron Man, unbelievable. Anyway, yes, Wilson. Anyway, hello, Ian. Hello, Wilson. Did you catch my on my first call? Did you catch the Hey Little Hen? No. What the first call this oh. evening? No, I've not been able to hear a word well, from you. Well, here we go. Come on, Ian, sing with me, Hey Little Hen. When, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Oh, is that it? Yeah, I forgot the rest. Speaking of hens, we're getting some hens delivered. Right. Not, um, we get, no, let me, let me backtrack. We are getting some eggs delivered, right? What? Oh. So you get these eggs, right? And they come in a cage with a, like a red light. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we get them, and we have them for ten days. And in that ten days, hopefully, fingers crossed, they'll hatch, right? So you got the chicks and all that, and that's fine. But the thing with the chicks is they turn into chickens. Now, no one actually wants yeah. chickens. Because then you've got to pay for the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy all the stuff. You end up giving it to the farmer across the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get these eggs that hatch into chicks for ten days, right? The end of the ten days, the company comes back and takes them. Oops. Breaks their necks and grinds them into the dirt. No, I'm sure they don't do that at all. They don't. I'm, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know what they you do. You end up seeing them. them in your sandwich. Well, yeah, exactly, you know. But that's but that what what a great thing! So you've got the the joy of having chicks without the hassle of having hens. Yeah, but they're cute. But when they grow up, it's like, oh, hang on. Hello. 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 No. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Have you got me? Yeah, I'm li- yeah, I'm listening to you. Oh, I thought my line was lost again. No, 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 no. no. Oh. Anyway, but I- that but now we have to go because we're out of time. Oh. No. Ta- yes. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. How the hell are you keeping your kids entertained over uh, half term? Because um, it's like it's not even really started, and I've completely run out of things to do. Well, not completely. I've got the kids Wednesday and Thursday. I'm going swimming on Wednesday, um, and then we're going to see Zootropolis. Zootropolis on Thursday, and it's just after that. How how the hell is the Easter break three weeks long? Three weeks. That seems that seems excessive. I was I was assuming it was two weeks. Anyway, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. More of your calls after this. Talk Radio. I don't thank you. I don't feel we've started the show properly yet. I want to play iPod Roulette. How do you play it? All you need is an iPod or MP3 player or a computer that's got songs on that you can set to random. 
right? It's, it's a shuffle. That's all you need. Give me a call and we'll have a game of that. It's a bank holiday Monday, so, you know, don't expect anything too highbrow. Here's the news on Talk Radio. Um, the uh, news and sport there was brought to you by Norman Collier. Um, I don't know what was going on there. Hey, Stormwatch. Every... <laughs> um, I slept through the storm. Um, Stormwatch. Loads of radio stations say, Stormwatch, how has the storm affected you? I slept through it and I forgot all about it um, until I took the dog out. Oh, yeah. took the dog out for a walk, right? And um, I, I saw a, a battered car, a car been, posh car been smashed up by a tree that fell on it. That was exciting. Here's the thing. this is I'm, I'm getting old, right? Because I took the dog out for a walk for about an hour and a half. Good long walk. Good long walk. Exercised her. And when I came down, I sat down for 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, I couldn't get up. And I've put my back out just by walking. I've put my back out just by walking, guys. Imagine such a thing. So old. And I'm in agony. And I'm grumpy. And I hate everybody. So what is the point? (laughs) Really? Uh, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Thank you for listening. Um, 0844-499-1000 is the phone number. It's seven pence a minute. Plus your provider's access charge. We'll give you a call back. Huh? How's about them apples? Um, well, I do want to. Well, I, 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 the way it works, and those of you who've heard the show before will have heard this spiel. Indulge me, because we are getting. Uh, I'm getting so many emails and uh, tweets from people all over the world that are discovering this show. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's appreciated. Um, but I'm also getting people going. Uh, what, what is this? Uh, the, the way this show works is I'm going to sit here between 10 and 1, Monday to Friday, and I've got Id out there helping. I've got Catherine, who's producing and presenting with me, and she's nipped off to work on the podcast. And um, I will sit here, and I will talk about stuff that has happened to me in the day or the week, or ideas that I've had, and I'll pick some stories that I've read in the newspaper. You're more than welcome to call in about any of those things, or you can call in about anything you want to do, want to say at all. Anything, Right? It can be literally anything. I'm trying to avoid, although we've still got a couple of people who are, who are, are keen to do it. I'm trying to avoid um, the, the usual late night fare of let's let's go through them, shall we, guys? What, what are, are late night radio stations doing at the moment? Brexit. I mean, when it comes to the European vote, I honestly I couldn't give. Hang on a second. Ed, do you get to vote in the Brexit? I do. Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> no, no, but that's because I'm a British passport holder and because I'm I'm allowed to be here. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, I couldn't give. A, I literally couldn't give a stuff in or out. Honestly, it does not bother me in the slightest. I'm going to vote in, and I will tell you why. Because I said to my six-year-old, um, "There's this vote going on." And I explained to him very basically what it was. I said, "What What do you want?" He said, oh, "I like I like being in Europe. Let's stay in." I went, "All right, I'm I'm going to vote in on your head, be it." But I get, does anyone actually give a stuff about it? Don't answer that question. Because we'll now get people, boring people, phone up going, well, actually, you'll find it very important because we give uh, Europe £300 million a day. I couldn't give a monkeys. Honestly, it's not going to affect me one way or t'other. So, don't want to talk about Brexit, despite the fact I've just spent the last two minutes talking about Brexit. Um, don't want to talk about black cabs because boring. Uber is killing black cabs, huh? Don't want to talk about immigration. Don't want to talk about refugees. Don't want to talk about Syria. Don't want to. That, that, that that's kind of that that's kind of it. I think, really. That if you want to hear that being done, there are tedious other shows on right now that will uh, will be covering that, and you can go and you can go and listen to those guys. 
not here. All right. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. And as, as as suspected, it's Good Friday. No Monday, Easter Monday, Bank Holiday Monday. Uh, we've already had fifteen more calls than I was expecting tonight. Phone-ins on Bank Holidays are famously hard work. This, dear listener, is where I start to earn um, money. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If if you've got an iPod or an MP3 player or a computer that's got songs on, you can set it to shuffle. Give us a call. We'll call you back and we'll um, uh, we'll have a game of iPod roulette. It's dead simple. Three rounds. Set it to shuffle. Whatever song comes up, I decide who's the best. Here's a good one. Anton Deck in Love Rat Shocker. Now you read that headline, right? And it sounds like Ant has been having it away with Deck, or Deck has been having it away with Ant's girlfriend. It's actually a better story than that. And this does bring up the question, have you ever been spotted somewhere you weren't meant to be? An angry woman spotted her cheating husband on Ant and Deck's Saturday night takeaway at a surprise telly wedding. Helen Gundry, Gundry claims Daniel was supposed to be working in Dubai. That <laughs> he was seen on TV... <laughs> this is this is outrageous. He was seen on TV with a new love she thought he'd split from last year. <gasps> Never. Yes. Turn to page five for the full story. Stay there, Rosie. I'll come to you in a sec. Hubby. Oh, here we go. Hubby, Ant, and Decked on telly. TV guest spotted by wife. A woman claimed. She watched Ant and Dec's Saturday Takeaway. Is that show still going? I don't really... I've become one of those those um, tedious people I, I always used to mock. I don't really watch TV. I certainly don't watch, you know... Um, I couldn't get my Skybox to work the other day. It hadn't been on for so long, I couldn't get it to work. I watch, like, the Netflix and the Amazon Prime, although I'm cancelling that in May. Um, but I, the, the thought of sitting down and watching something at half past seven at night... Oh, this, my, our program, my, my program's on. What's this thing? Hang on, Rosie. Yeah. What's this program? The Night Manager. Oh, I don't know. Everyone's going on about it on Twitter. Everyone is going on. Well, I caught the end last night. It just looked fairly violent. Well, so. yeah, it is, everyone's going on about the Night Manager. I saw someone the other day saying they were in a hotel in Germany and the Night Manager was on and they could pick it up so the bar suddenly emptied. Uh, yeah. There's a big thing in the, it had it's gripped millions with its thrilling tale of sex spying and sabotage, but the final episode of the Night Manager was more notable for its violence. But um, yeah. I don't, I, 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 I've got no idea. That kind of put me off when I saw that in the. Oh, I like a bit. Of, I like a bit of violence. Yeah, but I, I do. <laughs> I don't. No, not in real life. I'm a coward in real life. But I think that's why I like it on on the telly. I do like I do like watching a little bit of violence. It's weird, that isn't it? It's strange that the most popular programs and films are about mm. murders, and even the nice yeah. programs. I mean, we mentioned Columbo and Murder. She wrote right. Murder. She wrote. Doddery old woman writes yeah. books, goes and hangs out with um, Richie Cunningham's dad, and solves crimes on Cabot Cove. But it's about murder. Every week, yeah. someone's been killed. <laughs> and Marple, I like. I like a bit of Marple and a I bit like of a Poirot. Bit, yeah, a little bit of Poirot. And I it's don't. True that Rowan Atkinson is going to be a Poirot. No. Oh, is that? A, that's not true. He, no, it's not true. He's a Maygrey. Oh, 
okay. Someone's in Poirot. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't know. No, I don't know, May Gray. But it I heard my mum know, and she got dementia. I was. Um, oh, I heard them talking about it on Radio Four, and it sounded really, really boring. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, boring. If it was Poirot probably wouldn't. It would have been. I thought you might make quite a good Poirot. I, I bet he's a good actor. Yeah. I bet he's a really good actor, but the, 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 no, May Gray sounded dull. But I don't watch TV anymore. No, I don't really watch much TV. Not if really. I didn't have the boys, I could get rid of the TV. I know we watch it things slightly differently. <laughs> we can watch things on our phone and on our computers. But I could, I could get rid of the TV. And I like to play Xbox. So no, I couldn't get, no, Rosie, I will not get rid of my television, however much you ask me to do it. So please stop asking me to do it, okay? Well, all right, I'll have another go another time. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Now, you've called in for a little bit of iPod roulette. I have. Okay. So I want to defend my title, unbeaten on three counts. Tell me, tell us what oh, you got. Not meant to mention. Don't mention. That. Don't mention those. Hang on a minute. Hang on. A minute. Just, <laughs> just uh, um, hang on a second. No, don't mention. Uh, <laughs> don't mention those guys. So for those who don't know, iPod roulette. Okay, very very simple. What what have you got? What what music player have you got in front of you? Blue one. No, but what make is it? What, what is it? Oh, right, it's an iPod. Right, how many songs you got on it? Um, about 2,000. Uh, let me see how many I've got. Hang on a second, I've got, um... How do I see yeah, how many... Yeah, we've already heard some of you. I don't think you've been no, here last I've time. No, I've had it, I've got, what, 19,038 songs on here, and that's not all of it. But... Who's uh, judging, though? Well, you, we'll, 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 we'll get to that when it gets tricky. Okay. So the way it works, three rounds, I'll let you go first. You set it to shuffle, you tell me what comes up. Okay. Uh, you, you have a one pass. You're allowed to pass once in this game. Um, oh, by the way, if anyone wants to be a judge, it's going to be a bit quiet on the phone call, so I don't want to tout for calls too much, but if anyone wants to be a judge, 0844-499-1000, you can be the judge. Um, the thing is, because I've got 19,000 songs on here, I do have a lot of rubbish on the iPod. Yeah. A lot of bootlegs, a lot of very badly recorded Beach Boys concerts from 1973. <laughs> um, and I, I was practising on the way in, and I was, I had like six bad hands in a row. Oh dear. In a row. <laughs> so, right. You're going to go first. You're going to set right. it to shuffle? Yeah, I have, yeah. Away you go. Set it to shuffle. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Well, mine's going up. Right, hang on a second. Set it, uh, away you go. Oh, mine's not plugged into anything, so it's just on. You've been drinking tonight or smoking a bit of hashish? Go your own way, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, you're joking! Yeah. Flipping it, that's almost an unbeatable hand. Right, yeah, hang on a minute. I quite like that one. Rosie, Ian, go your own way. I'm just jotting this down. Go your own way. All right, you're, going, you're, you're sticking with that. Okay. Don't sing it. Okay, I'm setting <laughs> mine. Now, I haven't got control of my volume here, so I'm setting it to shuffle. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Any time at all. Oh no, hang on a minute. Oh well, just for the monkeys fans. Right, that's David Jones live singing an obscure monkey song. So you, you, you would, you would technically, Rosie, you would win that. But of course. That was just um, a practice. That was just a practice. Like I need a practice. Just a practice because we've got our judge. We've got we've got Gatford on the line. Good evening, Gatford. Oh, Gatford. Hello there. Hello, Gatford. So of Hello course, there. happy to judge. 
it's it. Happy to judge. So, of course, go your <laughs> shut up. Go your own way by Fleetwood Mac would have beaten Davy Jones live singing No Time. Of course, we know that Gatford. That you agree with that? Agreed. Just to calibrate you. I, I absolutely, I do agree with that. Brilliant. Excellent. Right. Can you stay there, yeah. guys? What we're going to do is we're going to have a little break. We'll come back and then we'll play the game for real. Okay. All right, then. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is a first on talk radio, although it's anyone who's listened to this act, we've heard it many, many times before. iPod Roulette. If you want to give us a call, 0844-499-1000. We will have the game after this. Evening. As predicted, uh, Bank Holiday Mondays are, are tough gigs for a phone-in host. And I don't think the radio does this weird thing where um, most most stations... On bank holidays and stuff, they get rid of all the regular presenters and get, like, you know, a load of dullards coming in. I don't know why. I don't know why they do that. I always wanted to work bank holidays. I like it when it's hard work. Isn't that perverse of me? I prefer it when it's hard work. I prefer it when I'm earning my money. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number if you give us a call. Uh, Ian Lee on Talk Radio, we'll give you a call back. We're playing iPod Roulette. We've got Ribena Rosie on the line. Um, so called because her grandfather actually invented Ribena. That's yeah. a fact. That's a fact. She sounds like she's been drinking a little bit uh, mixed with some sherry this evening. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like sherry. It's horrible. I, um, I haven't had a drink for 11 and a half years. Um, but boy, I used to, well, all the drinks I used to like drinking, I had to mix them with um, fizzy pop so that I could drink them. Like, I used to like drinking Jack Daniels, but I didn't. I just used to like getting drunk on Jack Daniels because <laughs> I would drown out the taste with copious amounts of Coke. Oh, yeah, that's what... And vodka. I thought I liked Everyone vodka, but I didn't. Young, though, I thought I liked vodka. I didn't. I liked s- slightly spicy orange juice that was yeah. boozy. That's what I liked. I liked being drunk, and that's why I stopped. Gatford's on the line as the judge. Good evening, Gatford. Good evening, sir. Okay, so we're playing did, iPod Roulette. Did you like a baby sham at some point? Oh, I did. That's a girly drink. I'd like a baby sham. It was it was oh, girly until sorry. it was girly yeah, until yeah. the big the big butch guy in the bar said that he would like a baby sham and then everybody wanted Indeed. a baby sham. Could you both shut up now, please? So we're playing iPod roulette. Three rounds. Ooh. We set our iPods to shuffle. Um you get one pass in the entire game. Um uh, Ribina Rosie, it's over to you. Okay. Um back to black, Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Oh, it's a strong start. Back to Black. Is it, though? I like that song. It's not one of her best. Oh, but you're... And I think her lifestyle should perhaps lose her a couple of points. Back to oh, Black. Here we go. Here's... Hang, hang on, I'm just setting my... Mine's, uh, hang on. Here we go. And here comes mine. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, please. From the <laughs> album Chocolate City by Parliament, it's Bigfoot in... I know what you can do! Let us <laughs> you! They're saying funk. Hang on. Music for the young and old. Music good to you. Hang on. Yes. Chocolate City. What an album. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Big Foot In by Parliament uh, from the album Chocolate City. It's a, it's a P-Funk classic. Gatford, I know what I would choose if I were judging. Yeah. What would well, you choose? You well, I'm not a fan of funk, so I'm <laughs> going to go with uh, Robina Rosa. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. What you have to do, though, is yeah. you have to put yeah. your own prejudice, your own, I'm going to say, racism <laughs> aside... <laughs> And uh-huh. you have to... What is the better music? What is the better music? Whether you like it or not is actually irrelevant. Right. 
I'm still going with. <laughs> You're wrong. And Buck Carter on Twitter, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, All right, I'll let you have that one. His word is final. Round, okay. You're, you're, you're bad choice, round two. And I'm going to go first, you're okay? Thinking. All right, then. Oh, I've yeah. pressed the wrong button so it won't shuffle. Hang on a second. Ooh, there we go. No, it almost dropped mine. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. It's really it's can't wait. It's my one-of-a-kind compadre. Stay with there's, it. There's nobody Ooh. else like him that Stay I Stay with it, met. listen. Maybe, maybe not. But he's strictly one of a kind. And uh, I invite you to experience him. His name is Mr. Stills. Steve, it's Crosby, Stills and Nash, live in concert. That's it, whack it up a bit, don't you worry. <laughs> Stephen Stills, ladies and gentlemen, playing Black Queen live in concert. It's got the best line. He's playing the blues, right? And listen to this, guys. Someone starts laughing, and he comes out with the coolest line ever. Hang on a second. Gonna do a country blues. Someone starts laughing and he's got he's just got the best put down ever. Here we go. <laughs> calm down, calm down. A little music from back home. He starts doing a bit of boom da boom boom boom. I was raised in Louisiana. And uh by the way, Graham Nash is coming on the show at some point next week from Crosby, Stills and Nash. There we go, guys. Worked at a feed store. And he'd sit out in the back. It's worth it. We'll get, we'll get there in a minute, guys. Don't worry. Trust me. Trust me. If I talk over it enough, we don't have to pay for it, so it's fine. Here we go. Yes, thank God. <laughs> Here it comes. Someone laughs. Someone laughs. Maybe they don't. I might have confused it with another. Um... Yeah. Anyway, here, we go. here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Someone laughs. Oh, destroy them, Stills. Destroy them. Oh, baby. <laughs> One thing the blues ain't is funny. funny. Beat that, Rosie. Oh, God. I, yeah, I was trying to find my actual player because it's not really, you know, a bit dull. Get, 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 pl- bit, try and beat Stephen Stills. Bearing in mind we have Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills and Nash coming on the show at some point next week. I'm interviewing him on Wednesday. Beat that. Black Queen live in concert. Right. Well, I don't know. Well, I've only got All My Loving by the Beatles. Dear, now I like the Beatles, but that is a terrible song. All My Loving versus Black Queen. Well, I could do a pass. You could do a pass if you wanted. Oh, You've got one pass. Are you doing the pass? Am I allowed to look, see what's next? No, you're not allowed to. Of course you're not allowed to. Which oh, ridiculous. Okay. Shuffle, come on. <laughs> It was worth a try, wouldn't it? Oh, are you passing? Yeah, well, yeah. No, I'll stick with it, I think. OK, you're sticking with it. Right, OK, it's over it to... It might be crap. OK, just, thanks for OK. That. Yes. So, Crosby, Steels and Nash versus uh, the Beatles. Yes. But not a great Beatles track. The point goes to Crosby, Steels and Nash. 
Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr Crosby, Stills and Nash. Thank you very much indeed. It's 1-0. We're going to the last round. Uh, right, we both have a pass. Ribena, okay. Rosie, yep. it is over to you. All right, comes down to this. I've got a thingy now as well. It's not doing it. Come on, any time. Sorry, I've just put it onto its cradle and now it's gone funny. Just press shuffle for crying out loud. It's on shuffle. Two, three. Oh, here we go. Ooh, I like this one. Ooh. But you probably don't. Katie Tunstall. Yeah. Yep. Like that. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. Okay, okay. Is that Katie Tunstall? It's Katie Tunstall. I must admit I have a slight crush on Katie Tunstall. I think she's a very talented artist. All right, you can... T- all right, Rosie, you can stop it now. It's because of the wonky eye. because she's got a wonky eye. You're right, you know my thing. Right, okay. Oh, Katie Tunstall's got a wonky eye. Yeah, of course she has. One eye's going yeah, to the shops, the other one's coming back with the change. It's a theme then, isn't it? It's a bit of a theme. Oh, you, do you want to keep that or do you want to pass? Oh, I don't know. I don't want Gatford's... Um... Tuck, don't, you can't... You, I've turned this microphone off so we can have no input from Gatford. Oh. You're keeping oh, it or are you passing? I like it. You're keeping it. Okay, fine, right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play mine. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Okay, it's another oh, live, live one. one. It's another one. It's, it's Rock Bottom by Kiss from Kiss Unplugged. Mm. I'm going to pass and I'm going to shuffle again. Here we go. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, you started with the Pony Beatles, we've ended with the Classic Beatles. It's KT Tunstall versus Day Tripper by the Beatles. Gatford, now just don't try anything clever or smart. No, it no, doesn't I, I, suit I, you. I call this one right down the middle. Right down the middle. Fair. What? Based on its merits. Okay. Yep. So who won? I'm going I'm to give it to the Beatles. Ladies and gentlemen! Yeah. Oh, Bye-bye, losers! <laughs> And that's how you play that. And that is that. And, and uh, you, you, you know, guys, you may be laughing. You're probably not. But when ITV4 or another of the channels comes knocking on my door asking for the rights to make iPod roulette as a TV show, I'll say, yes, yes, you can have it for £50,000. And I want the job of presenting you guys. That's how that works. Easy. If anyone else wants to take me on... 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Happy to accept challenges from all corners of the globe, by the way. All corners of... Oh, I've had some people from the States saying, oh, how can we get in touch? Because the phone number doesn't work from the States. Um, um, send me an email. Ian at ianlee.com. I-A-I-N dot... No, hang on. I-A-I-N at I-A-I-N-L-E-E.com with your phone number and we'll give you a call. Um, we can do that. Um, if you're in the UK, you give us a call here. Don't you don't send me your email if you're in the UK. That would be crazy. Oh, wait, 444-499-1000, and um, we'll give you a call back. Back to the story I started half an hour ago. Do you remember this? Remind me. <laughs> a woman... <laughs> a woman claims she watched Ant and Dec's Saturday Takeaway Wedding to... Oh, hang on, I've got to plug this back in, otherwise... It... This thing don't work. There we go. It's, it's, always, it's, all, uh, it's all a little bit um, makeshift here. I do apologise. 
A woman claimed she watched Ant and Dec's Saturday takeaway wedding to find her husband among the guests with another woman. Um, oh, no, I think that worked. Why is this not working? There we go. <gasps> Never! Thank you very much indeed. Helen Gundry, 51, said Daniel was supposed to be working in Dubai. He was on the arm of another woman who she thought he had split from last year. Isn't it funny? This gentleman's obviously got a type. He's obviously got a type. He likes um, 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 very attractive blonde women who, as I would describe, have got a busy mouth, got, got prominent teeth. He was on the arm of another woman who she thought he had split from last year. By the way, if you've ever been spotted somewhere, you were not meant to be spotted. 0844 499 1000, please. Um, Daniel was spotted. Now, this gets confusing because I don't really know what the programme is. Um, Daniel was spotted as Michelle Brooker married Sam Blackburn on Live TV. I don't know. The guests have been told they were attending Michelle's 30th birthday. A lot of names here. Already I'm struggling to follow who these people are. The bride introduced Daniel as her brother, who was with my sister Sue. According to artist Sue's Facebook page, she married Daniel in Dubai in May 2014. Oh, dear. Oh, it's oh, it's sad. Um, Helen from Warrington, Cheshire, insisted he's still married to her. Oh, he's a big... Oh, flipping it. Bigger me. That's bigger me. Well, it's, it's big of him. Huh? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Shortly after the show, she went onto the Saturday Night Takeaway Facebook page to state... I love the wedding and the surprise guest. So this is the one who's watching at home. I didn't love the sight of my husband, who's supposed to be working in Dubai, arriving on the arm of another woman, a woman he's supposed to have split from last year. We have a 15-year-old daughter who's in pieces. Oh, isn't that terrible? Um, last summer we got back together. We're still married and have been for 17 years. Any other marriage is bigamous. Very big of them, isn't it? If you've been spotted somewhere... You're not meant to have been. I don't know if that's worthy of a front-page story. 0844 499 1000. More of it calls after this. There we go. It's the, the story that kicks off. We're asking, ever been out, spotted somewhere, you're not meant to be spotted? Kyle, who, let's be honest, Kyle calls in. He called in earlier. And, um... Well, he can be a little bit dry, all right? He's just tweeted me. Sad but true. I was out with an ex without my girlfriend knowing... And we found a dead body. Flipping heck, mate. Really? Speaking of dead bodies. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll take, see what we'll do. You give us a call now if you want, and we'll take calls straight to air after midnight. It's a, it's a bank holiday Monday, but they're always quiet. Because people are out having fun. Despite the weather. Oh, wait, 44. 499 1000. This is an odd one, right? And it's about someone trying to commit suicide, so let's all just, you know, approach this with the caution and respect it deserves, even though one of the people in this story doesn't actually have much respect for the person who was trying to commit suicide. Dance King Lionel Blair. I've, I've worked with Lionel. Has revealed how he and telly star Alan Carr saved a man's life as he tried to jump off of a pier. Now, I mean, the 84... Is he 84, Lionel Blair? Blimey. The 84-year-old said he was sitting having a drink on Blackpool's North Pier with funny man, Alan. They have to put that in in case you didn't realise. When a man tried to leap into the sea, the tap... (laughs) 
the tap dancer and choreographer said he and the chatty man joker. They've got really weird ways of describing... It, it, it's, it's Lionel and Alan. You don't have to keep using extra words. The tap dancer and choreographer said he and the chatty man joker ran to the end of the pier and dragged the man back to safety as he clung to the edge of the 1,650-foot-long pier. Okay, wasn't it? Speaking yesterday about the 2006 rescue, he added, now I can't, can I do, now I can't do a Lionel Blair. Do you know who Lionel Blair is, Ed? No. Good, okay. I'm Lionel Blair. I'm Lionel Blair. Oh, now, wait, no, I do know who he is. What, from that voice? A little bit from that voice, but also memories fi- finally coming, flooding back to me. Okay, who is he? He's some sort of dancer TV presenter. It's only because I've just said dancer. No, but, no, but I've seen, he's been on the TV. Get uh, the, answer the phone and speak to that gentleman. Yes, he's been on the TV. Who can do a Lionel Blair? I'm Lionel Blair. Speaking yesterday, he, about the 2006 rescue, he added, I was, I was, because he's not gay and I'm making him sound really gay. He's camp though. Speaking yesterday about the 2006 rescue, he added, I was doing a pilot show with Alan Carr on Blackpool Pier about 10 years ago. <laughs> Why do I, I'm so, I, I really want to be able to do a good Lionel Blair. Um, and I can't. We were having a laugh in the bar afterwards when a man ran in and said, someone's trying to jump off the pier. Here's the bit, 0844-499-1000. We ran out and he was hanging on by his fingers. He didn't want to come up. Why didn't he let go? So Alan and I grabbed an arm each and hauled him back. Now, here's the thing. He didn't even say thank you. Now, the guy was trying to kill himself. And he gets you and Alan Carr, uh, I've met, and both are very, very nice gentlemen. Right? Very nice gentlemen. Oh, well done, Eid. You've made a joke. You made Eid's made a joke on my computer screen. You've done a joke, haven't you? No, I didn't mean to make a joke. I was just pointing out that, that I couldn't remember the name of the show that I'd seen. You him said, on, give us a clue, clue where I'd seen him. So you want me to give you a clue? I'll give you a clue there. <laughs> seen him there? Seen him on the end of that? He didn't even say thank you. The guy was in mental torment, Lionel, for crying out loud. Give him, give him a break because he didn't say thank you for saving his life. Give the fella a break. He'd probably read that and go, oh, that was me. Oh, that was me. He didn't even say thank you. Oh, God, he hates me. Lionel Blair hates me because I didn't say thank you. 0844-499-1000. He's a, a corker. Do you remember um, when um, um, there was the 66 million... No. Uh, yeah, it's a 66 million pound lotto win, right? And only one ticket turned up. So one person claimed 33 million pounds... Um, and th- no one else had the other ticket. I think they found the other ticket with like days to go. But this woman rocked up, right? It was brilliant. I was cover. I was on Sky News uh, uh, the day that this was in the papers, and it was obvious that she <laughs> she was just the biggest chancer going, right? Absolutely obvious. Because um, she she rocked up with the tickets and said, "I've got the winning ticket, but it's been in the washing machine," right? And um, it, the numbers are there, but the date's been washed off. But trust me, honestly, it's it's honestly it's, it's it, this is the winning ticket. Turns out it wasn't the winning ticket. There's a surprise. 
Lotto rinse machine is washed up. Lotto loser, Suzanne Hint. We're all lotto losers, though, aren't we? If we've ever played the lotto, which I won't because it's a, a tax for idiots, we, we're all lotto losers. Why would guys... Seriously, right? Why? Well, the lotto's two quid now, I think. Why would you do it? Why would you do the, why would you do the lottery? First of all, why would you call it lotto? I hate, I hate that, and I've fallen into that trap. It's the lottery, the national lottery. Secondly, why did they ditch it could be you? Thirdly, why did they ditch you've got to be in it to win it? Fourthly, why the hell? I don't get those Noel Edmonds and Katie Price adverts. It doesn't work for me. And fifthly, I've, I've just gone too far away from the original point. Oh, yeah. Why do you, why do you do lottery? Really? Where's the... Because I don't... You know, drinking and smoking and doing drugs and stuff like that, I don't do any of those things anymore. But I can understand why you'd want to spend your money on it, right? I can understand why you'd want to spend money on it. That There is some form of pleasure, either real or imagined, that you are getting out of, of, of that activity, right? Even going on... Um, even going on the fruit machines, the gamblers, there's, 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 there's a kind of a buzz going on because you, you, you're doing stuff. You... There is a, a, a tiny element of skill on the gamblers because they have like features and functions and stuff, don't they? My friend used to know all the cheats to um, uh, the, the the gamblers and would win loads of money all the time. Anyway, but the lottery, it's so fleeting, it's so momentary. It the, the, there is the, there's no pleasure from it. Most of you, I bet, if you do the lottery, can you explain why? Because most of you, I bet, don't even. Um, Check the numbers. You just have them in the back of your wallet. And, you know, you don't check them. Because you know you're never going to win. Lotto loser, Suzanne Hint, has sold... (laughs) I'm reading this from the Star, but it is in a couple of papers, right? Has sold the washing machine she claimed had rinsed out her £33 million winning ticket. The 48-year-old Gran, now, come on, flogged the appliance online for just 150 quid and is glad to see the back of the thing, according to pals. Oh, yeah, of course, unless, of course, we're advertising the lottery, in which case, yeah, get in there. You get in there. It's a great thing. Why would you not want to do it? Thanks thanks for the heads up there. On, on of course, it's an excellent thing. Everybody should um, be going and doing it. I encourage you all to go and spend your £2. What fun. What fun for the family. Everybody. You've you got to be in it to win it. She handed... Bullet dodge there, I think. She handed the cash to charity to get my life back after her alleged... Hang on a minute. So she lied about having a winning lottery ticket, right? And she said it was, it was, it was in this washing machine and stuff. She's blaming the misery that's been caused since on the washing machine? Not the fact that I don't know. She told a lie and tried to rip Camelot out of thirty-three million pounds. Really? She handed the cash to charity. What charity was it? Where's the evidence? To get my life back after her alleged scoop made her a target of hate. Oh no! Don't hate her. Oh no! 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 I wouldn't hate the woman. I, I kind of um, respect the balls that she's got to do it. Going into the shop, going, "Yes, yeah, mine. Thirty-three million quid's mine." Got to respect that. Suzanne shot into the spotlight in January after claiming she had the winning ticket for the 33 million pan jackpot. 
She showed the slip with no date or barcode. <laughs> I know there's a break coming. I'll right, go there in a minute. <laughs> she showed the slip with no date or barcode to back up her claim, claim saying it was damaged in the wash. Oh, no. This is, if this is true, this is nasty, right? But she was run out of her home under a hail of abuse when her claim turned out to be false. Now, I'm saying this is nasty. Bearing in mind she made up winning the lottery, I'm guessing she might have made up getting a hail of abuse and having to move her, leave her home. The grandmother of four flogged her infamous washing machine on eBay How is she going to... She's going to have to buy another one. And is donating the cash to the British Heart Foundation. Yesterday, a pal said, it's caused so much trouble, I think she's glad to see the back of the thing. We'll have the rest of the story after this. You should be in bed. Yeah, tell me about it. We, we all should be in bed. Maybe you are in bed, dear listener. 0844 499 1000. We can play iPod roulette again. We'll take some calls straight to air after midnight. I feel so... Well, I feel sorry for this woman, but I, I don't... But why would you abuse her just for being a bit, bit of a chancer and trying to get this 33 million quid? Um, Suzanne fled to her 17-year-old son's home after the scandal in January and only returned last week. But she said the sight of the washing machine gave her bad memories. My washing machine gives me bad memories because it keeps getting an F7 error. keeps giving me an F7. Like, not all the time, but enough. And I know how to fix an F7. You have to take the front panel off and you have to undo a thing and then the kitchen floods with water and you have to pull out some lint or um, a coin or something. But the last few times there hasn't been any lint or a coin in there, which is annoying. About a month ago, it was about 20 quid in there. Seriously, and loads of marbles. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Suzanne from Worcester said, Looking at it filled my head with dread. I hope that selling the machine and donating the money will mean I can get my life back. Oh. <laughs> oh they... Then the last paragraph... So I'm feeling sorry for her, right? Then the last paragraph. Suzanne is currently on trial for allegedly stealing an Xbox controller from a man she met on a dating app. Now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, dearie me. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Can someone explain to me? I was talking about this to Rosie. The, the night manager. I don't watch TV now at all. That's a lie. I don't watch TV much, and I certainly don't watch... In fact, I got the Skybox working yesterday. I, I couldn't get it to work. Because um, if you have it unplugged, you have to leave it. Anyway, I got it working, and I was in the house on my own last night. And I was flicking through the channels, and it was just... It, I, it was nothing. It, it did absolutely nothing for me at all. And I just... I, I'll, I'll watch something on Netflix. I'm watching DVDs at the moment. Do you remember those... So the night manager, I'd not even heard of it. It has gripped millions. But this is by Laura Lambert, the show business reporter. Is it really a show business reporting just to say, you know, that TV programmes ended? Because that's, that's what the story is. Or like by TV watcher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just, just like person. Punter. Punter on the couch. By Laura Lambert. Punter on the couch. It has gripped me. I'm sure she's an, a, a highly talented writer and I wish her the very best of luck. There's her email address. I could email her. I won't. 
It has gripped millions with its thrilling tale of sex, spying and sabotage. Oh, my my favourite three S's. <laughs> my favourite three S's. But the final episode of The Night Manager... There may be spoilers in this, guys. I don't know if you've taped it. But the final episode of The Night Manager was more notable for its violence. Heartthrob, Tom Hiddleton. Who? Tom Hiddleton? Doorbell. Sorry? Um, Hiddleston had a gun put to his head while Australian star Elizabeth Debicki's character was tortured in a bath. And viewers hoping for more pyrotechnics from the £20 million series were treated to a dramatic explosion scene in the dying moments as truckloads of weapons were blown up. Now, that sounds like my kind of show. That I can kind of dig. Oh, wait, 444991000. Oh, John le Carre. Here we go. The, the spy man, isn't it? The BBC adaptation of John le Carre's novel has won rave reviews and six million viewers. Is six million considered a lot these days? What channel was it on? BBC One? That's, um, six million doesn't seem a lot. I'm old enough to remember, um, um, uh, Den and Angie's, um, wedding, or was it divorce, getting 21 million? Um, and ended in a way which suggested that pleas for a sequel may not go unheeded. Of course there'll be a sequel. There's always a sequel, guys. Haven't you learnt that now? When I was growing up, the the sequel... Sequels were, were never as good as the first film, and then the third film was never as good as the second film, and, and, uh, and so they were like Russian dolls in terms of quality. You just keep pulling another film out, and it's a little bit smaller and a smaller budget and not quite as good. Nowadays, though... The sequels, they're all filmed at the same time, aren't they? All the Harry Potter films and um, 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 can't think of any other films. But they're all filmed at the same time. Although saying that, the Harry Potter films obviously weren't filmed at the same time. Um, what happened to Happy Tree? I'm trying to call him back. It's not, it's not working. What the hell is not working? Why, why, what the hell is going on? Call back, Happy Tree. Happy Tree, call back. We'll, 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 we'll get you on. Somehow. Um, or not. We'll just, I'll just sit here reading the papers. I'm happy to do that. Um, Hiddleston's character, Jonathan Pine, who strangled... I don't know any of these. It's basically just telling you what happened. Oh, I see. So it's, it's supposed to be audition. It, it's, some feel the series has served as a lengthy audition for Hiddleston to be Daniel Craig's successor as James Bond. And last night's episode will only fuel the speculation. When his character ordered a vodka martini, 007's favourite drink... It prompted a flurry of tweets from viewers. Well, who cares? I mean, viewers are always um, uh, uh, tweeting in flurries. See, this is the thing that gets me about modern life. And as we all know, modern life is rubbish. Thank you, Blur. Um, is the, the news channels, right? And radio does it a bit. I, 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 maybe, am I guilty of this? No, I'm not. But news channels, right? Sky News and BBC News 24, is that still going or did they get rid of that? They'll um, have um, uh, tweeters your thoughts on um, David Cameron's speech. Why? 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 Why are you asking for my thoughts on David Cameron's speech? Boris Johnson has come out in favour of Brexit. Tweet us your thoughts on that. Why? Why do I care what some random idiot who has access to Twitter? Why do I care what an egg thinks? Because that's what they're asking for. No, get me John Pina. From Pina's Politics. Get me, get me, um, that's the show he does, Pina's Politics. 
Get me, um, get me, get me an expert. I want an expert. As the great Nick Abbott said, when it comes to big stories like Brexit, I don't know what to think. I tend to believe the last thing I hear. So if I'm going into that polling booth and the last thing I hear is someone saying, well, of course we should be out because it's going to cost us a load of money. I'll go, yeah, that sounds fair enough. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Um, There we go. Dave's in uh, Kingston Hospital. Go to sleep, Dave. Hope you get well soon. Is there a hospital in Kingston? I don't think there is. I think you've been, um, I think you've been tricked by I think you're in someone's house. There's no hospital in Kingston, is there? You're just in, in someone's house. You're, you're a, a lodger. You've taken LSD, Dave. That's what happened. You've taken acid and you discussed a hospital fantasy with a friend and now you've bought into it. Someone bring that man out from his drug-induced state for crying out loud. He can't survive in there for much longer. Oh eight four 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 nine nine, uh, one thousand. L- loads of stories in the papers. Oh, ah, ah. Boilies come to help a drowning man. Loads of stories in the papers, um, and I don't quite know what this is. Right? Why this is in all the papers? Uh, am I missing something in popular culture? Did something happen over the weekend? Um, it's a story about a guy on a wall of death, right? Now, wall of death is, um, one of those things. It's like a big circle where the man on the motorbike rides around it in a circle, right? They're good, they're good fun. It's quite 70s. It's quite Barry Sheen. It's quite evil Knievel. It's a little bit dated, right? But for some reason, every paper... Oh, there she blows. Have a crack at this. Go on. Every paper yeah. is going on about... Did you watch The Night Manager, by the way? No, but my dad did. He said I should have. OK. Every paper is going on about this um, fella on his wall of death. Right. Right. But I don't understand why it's a story. Motorcycle ace guy on his danger stunt. People do this all the mm-hmm. time. When I, I go and stay in um, Zakynthos. Yeah? Zakynthos. 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 Polycola. Uh, see. Uh, they have a wall of, uh, every time I'm there, towards the end, they set up, um, can I say the gypsies? Because they are gypsies. So I can say the gypsies. Yes. I got nervous then. I thought that was it. I thought it was game over already. The gypsies come along. Yeah. And they set up a a fair. Mm -hmm. And, um, they have a wall of death. I never go in it because I'm with the boys. I'd love to go in it because it's, because it's really rickety. Is that one of those ones where it spins around and you get sucked against the wall? No, 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 no. What's that? It's the fella with the motorbike spinning around. All right, what? Mm. Yeah. No, I'd love to go and do it because this one, you can see, you can see the gaps between the, the, the planks that make the, make the, the wall of, the WOD, let's call it that. Mm. Just the wad. The wad. And let's not call it that, actually. Let's stick with wall of death. And, um, it looks really rickety and I'd love to go and see it, but I've got the kids with me and I don't want, I don't want them to see a man die. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I don't want them to see a man die. That would be uh, unpleasant. But so, but it's been around for years. So I don't understand. Oh, it's on tonight. Oh, we, we well, we've missed it. So it was on telly tonight at seven fifteen. Did Guy Martin? Is, before I go any further, is Guy Martin dead or alive? Is he all right? Is he all right? Please. I'm taking it. That it was recorded. No, it's, it's Guy Martin's Wall of Death live. Live. Oh, Although, heck. as we all know, all TV programs are, there's a fifteen minute delay. Yeah. At least. You would think with something like that as well. But who is Guy Martin? Is he? Is he? He's a motorbike man. I don't get what the story is. I don't get why Channel 4 would do... Next they'll be having um, um, Steve Jones guess your weight live. 
on Channel 4. Mm. Or, um... Name the teddy. Name the teddy. Or, um, the, uh, guess the weight of the cake live mm. on Channel 4. Is there ever... My mum's care home, right, they, they, when they're summer fates. Um, Guy Martin did the wall earlier, was a nail-biter and full of science. Biggest wall ever. The biggest wall ever, really, Gemma? <laughs> it was the biggest wall ever. Um... Thing is, when you've seen Knievel, motorbiking's never going to get oh, anywhere. Oh, and you've seen Knievel at Wembley Stadium, coming down a ramp, one side of Wembley Stadium, <laughs> jumping over a load of old buses, and go. No, you can't. You cannot top that. Even the Knievel dolls oh, were man. exciting. My um, my mum's care home. They have a fate every summer, and they have a guess the weight competition. I always feel, despite the fact that we pay fifteen hundred pounds a week, guess the weight of what a person, a or? cake. All right. Despite the fact, we'll do them after the the break, because eh, we haven't got much time now. Despite the fact that we pay fifteen hundred pounds a week for her to stay there. I kind of feel obliged to um, spend two quid on guessing the weight. The thing is, I don't know weights. No, nor do I. I don't, know, I don't have anything... I've got no point of reference. Babies, I, I, I get that. I couldn't do babies. I, I had big ones. Eight now pounds. everyone's calling in, just before the end. Get, get ours. We'll, we'll call them back, Ed, and we'll, we'll speak to them afterwards. Thank you very much. Um, I've got... Distance, I can kind of estimate. Mm. My boy did a brilliant um, estimation today. He went on one of those go-ape... Things. You yeah. know the things you're up in the tree and you're mm-hmm. climbing. And I was trying to describe to his grandparents how tall it was. And he went, it's 20 me's. Well, 20 metres. He said, no, 20 of me's. And I went, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it's about 20 years. You're right. Brilliant, brilliant measurement. Yeah, but that's not reliable for a lifetime, is it? No, 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 that's going to change. That's going to change. Anyway, <laughs> Hopefully. We, well, the fingers, with the way they're going, blind. I'll tell you what, we, we will talk about this in a minute. Callum, as, stay there. You've caught, I don't know why you've let me struggle for the last 20 they're minutes. For me. No, <laughs> maybe they were. Um, we'll have more of a calls after we get rid of this. Now everybody starts calling in. Oh, yeah, listen to a man struggle for 30 minutes. <laughs> Callum, as I appreciate your calls, stay there. We'll talk to you in a bit, and then we'll take some calls straight to air after the news. 0844-499-1000. We're trying to work out why uh, a wall of death live on television is newsworthy. People have been doing that for absolutely years. Evening. Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0844-499-1000. Catherine is here, it is through there, and Callum is here. Evening, Callum. Good evening, how are we doing? Well, the last 30 minutes was hard work, Callum. I could have done with a phone call then, not not three minutes before the top of the hour. But never never mind, I'm not holding that against you. That's my own uh, insecurities coming to the surface. What you got for us, Callum? Um, just calling and say it's great to have you back on the radio and saying that I watched The Wall of Death earlier and probably wish I hadn't. What? Why? Was it boring? It wasn't amazing. Um, Steve Jones was presenting it, and that oh, gives you an indication that Steve bad. Jones, the he, who um, he had, he slept with. Who did he sleep with? Um, Careful, um, Pamela Anderson. Did he? Yeah, we no. know. Yes, 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 yes. He's a nice, nice lad. I met Steve. Nice lad. But, I mean, really, I, I, well, I was, I was busy doing this, so I couldn't. Well, no, it was at seven fifteen. What was it? An hour? It was over two hours. I think it was. What? <laughs> for what? I bet he was on that wall of death for about 45 seconds. He was, and you saw all the training beforehand, and every I think everyone, or maybe it was just me, but I'm sure everyone was just watching, and uh, it's really bad. Probably just hoping he fell off. Well, no, of course that's what that's why you watch these. You're things. watching for the mild peril. You, you, that's that's why we watch um, the circus and the things. It's not because we're going. Oh, that was good. We're going. Well, go on, go. On. I hope we'll go. On. Go on. Ah, never mind. So it was a, it was a two hour program for 45 second payoff. Pretty much, and we're, then we're all just baying for blood, really. And who is, who is this guy, Guy Martin? 
He used, he used to ride motorbikes, I believe, TT or something. I've got no idea, to be honest. He's a motorbike man. That's all you need to know. He's he's the new um, Barry Sheen. Uh, um, Did he do the Philip Bang advert? No, oh, for goodness sakes. No, who did the Silip Bang advert? Barry, oh, Barry Scott. Barry Scott. Um, he's the new Eddie Kidd. Well, Barry Sheen and Eddie Kidd were a little bit more Barry, dangerous and sexy, weren't they? Barry Sheen was just motorbikes and then posing topless in that kind of slightly not slightly fat 70s hairy chest man way. He was kind of a motorbiking David Essex, wasn't yes. he? Yes. Well, no, David Essex was a motorbike, motorbiking David Essex. Ed, do you want to take that call, actually? We'll, we'll, we'll do a call straight to it. Because he made the film Silver Dream Machine. I have a dream, a silver dream machine. Um, so Eddie Kidd... D- d- Barry Sheen was racing. Eddie Kidd was stunts. He was the um, uh, uh, British... Yeah. Evil Knievel. Yeah, he had loads of metal in him. And Evil Knievel... Oh, and Eddie Kidd, of course, got very ill. Yeah. He had serious brain damage, I think. He, yeah. he did, did a terrible state. Very sad. Well, Callum, so it was a waste of time. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, thanks Glad for we didn't watch it. As is on the line. Evening, As. Yo, you right, Bob? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, As. What, what, what you got for us, boss? Yeah, boss, that's it. I just want to know, yeah, I needed to help me with something, Bob. Are Not- you still uh, fond of cats? I am still fond of cats. I still have. I still have velvet. All those oh, years later, wicked, it's well, her wicked. birthday. Okay. It's her birthday today. Five minutes past Happy midnight. Happy birthday, She's... velvet! Happy I birthday! Wish you the best of luck and all the catnip in the world. There we go. I've got some catnip. I'm going to spray some. I'm going to spray some um, on my uh, no, no, no on my I'm bed. I have a bit of catnip myself. After I this love a bit of catnip. You can't roll it up though. No, no, no. That's bad, Bob. That's bad no, for no. your um, yeah. But, Bob, I need, I need you to help me, okay? Yeah, that's no worries. So I've, I've got my girlfriend on Skype right now, yeah? yeah? She's in she's in Ecuador. That's where she's from. That's where she's calling from. Okay, she needs a passport? If you a loudspeaker, she, she hates cats, right? right? She doesn't like cats. If we get married and live together, she doesn't want to have a cat. And you need to try and convince her that cats are awesome. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to convince her, eyes because she sounds like one of those cold-hearted, soulless people that do... Cold-hearted, soulless people. Wait, bro, let me, let me just put you on loudspeaker so she can hear this. One second, one second. Okie dokie. Okay, there we go. Is she? You are... Is she there? Yeah, yeah, she's on the cat. Say something. Okay, what, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? Why could you not like cats? They're the most wonderful creature in the world. They're better than dogs. That's what I'm saying. They're much better than dogs. Yeah, no. Those are nice things. Oh, what? Hang on a minute. Where is she? She's in Ecuador. She's on Ecuador, yes, but in South America. And what, how, and what, is she on Skype or something? Yeah, on Skype. What's her, give us, give us her phone number, we'll call her up. That's what, okay, I'll do that then. I tried uh, to email you, but I think I... I right, missed. Catherine, could you go next door? Could you speak to Az? Could you get, um, um, his girlfriend's phone number in Ecuador? Yeah, I could speak Spanish to her. Okay, well, go and do it. If go indeed and, she exists. Go, well, just go. Just exactly. This is what I want to find out. Let's, uh, stay there. Catherine's going to come and talk to you. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hey, hey. Hi, um, I've not been very good for the past three days. Uh-oh, what's going on? I've been started drinking. And um, it's just been really bad. And then started getting depressed again. Yeah. And I just can't handle it anymore because, like, I always get better, but then I start getting back down again. And I just feel like I don't want to live anymore because there's no point, is there? 
why do why does everything always have to be so bad? And why can't I just get out of my depression? Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one. Do you know what? I was suicidal at the weekend. Was you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not uh, not this weekend. Sorry, the weekend just the weekend. Not the weekend just gone. The weekend before. Yeah, I had a terrible Saturday. All day Saturday, I was in bed in tears, thinking, oh, well, what, "What is the point of me even being alive? I might as well be dead." Yeah, terrible day. And I'm not saying that to play um, depression top trumps. I'm saying it to highlight that eight or nine days later, I still feel lousy. If I'm completely honest, right. But I feel better. I don't want to die to right now. I'm actually I'm having quite good fun. Not right now, I'm having quite good fun. But I've had quite good fun this evening, and I don't want to die. And you've kind of answered a couple of things yourself there. You said that you come out of it a bit, then you go back down, right? Well, that means that you'll come out of this again. I know, but I just feel as if I failed again, and my drinking and. I used to drink late, and then I went out on Friday and just absolutely <laughs> drank so much. And I haven't drank for at least six months. What did you? Why? We, why did you drink? What were you drinking for? Cause I just had enough. He was just like it was just screaming at me, yeah. and it was like that. I just felt like, what's the point? Yeah. I had enough. Yeah. And then, like, I've got pills here, and I just want to take one, because it's like, <laughs> why, why does it always have to be, why can't I just be happy? Why can't everything just turn out to be all right? <laughs> and it's just <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Uh uh, the, the thing is, the thing is, I'm laughing because I'm identifying with you. What pills you got? I've got paracetamol and I've got aspirin. How many you got? All together, about 36. Yeah, right, right. I tell you what, <laughs> it's nice to say, don't take those because that won't kill you. That'll just make you feel, that'll make you feel worse. <laughs> so don't take those because you're just going to make yourself puke, which is I'm sure is not the de- desired result. Okay, so um, they ain't going to do what you think you want it to do. It's just going to make you feel worse. Are you drunk now? No, I've not had any drink today. It's just that I've just been crying all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, the, the, the thing is, right, there are now chemicals having a little bit of a battle in your body, right? Because you're chemically imbalanced in your head, like I am. So you kind of, we overreact to things, we underreact to things, we uh, hear things that aren't necessarily there, and we hate ourselves, right? I'm guessing you hate yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? It's actually nuts. Because I just feel so alone, and I have got people around me and that, but yeah. it's like... I just feel so alone. Yeah, I know you do. I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> oh, being on my own's just the shit. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah. It's just like, uh, and my nightmares will come back as well. Yeah. So you can't even get any rest when you're having a sleep. No. Have you? Let's let's explore a few things, right? And then we're going to speak to someone from Ecuador. That's got to be worth staying alive for, hasn't it? We're going to speak to a fantasy girlfriend in Ecuador. 
That, I mean, that, that, that can only, uh, we'll have as on as well at the same time. Um, okay. Have you, let's deal with, let's have a look at a couple of things at a time. One thing at a time. Um, you probably don't think you're an alcoholic because you haven't had a drink for six months. And you might not be an alcoholic. I used to go to AA. Well, why did you stop going to AA? Because I thought that I was better and I thought that it was all right and I was doing okay and then it was just bang. That'll, listen, the thing is, right, uh, the thing about AA is that it's, um, it's continual. If you're going to go, you've got to go and you can't stop going. Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays because I know that there's always an AA meeting every night yeah well um, my and these are suggestions right what do I know why should I speak for I know nothing uh, to quote a line from a film Uh, my suggestion is you you go back to AA because I've got friends who are alcoholics and uh, drug addicts and all these kind of things and gambling addicts and stuff, and um, their lives have been saved and turned around. Now, it doesn't fix your head, and it doesn't fix the reasons why you drink or why people take drugs or why people gamble, but it helps get the booze out of the way so then you can start addressing the issues as to why you feel you need to drink. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah. Because I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. And then it just... Them men, they were in my life. Even though it's 11 years ago, they ruined everything. Mm. Yeah, I know. And I can't get it out of my head. Even though that I've had help and I've had counselling and it was work, and then bang, it doesn't even have to be like, even if it's like a bad day, it just suddenly comes. I could be really good, like, yesterday and that, and then bang, it's there. And I just feel like I'm a total failure. Mm. But I'm just useless. I know exactly how you feel, and I'm I'm trying to think what works for me. And I know that your story is slightly different, and it comes from you know from incidents and things. And I'm trying to think what what makes um, what turns it around for me. And it's tough because it's cut. It, we, you're not well. That's the thing. You're not well. Even my mum and dad don't even know. They don't know nothing because I can't yeah. tell them. It's hard. It, sometimes it's harder to tell the people we're closest to, isn't it? Really, <laughs> what's going on and stuff. But you know, you know that if you killed yourself, they'd be devastated, right? <laughs> you know that. But then it's my life, and, it, and I know it really sounds really bad, but it's like. I just want all the pain to go mm, away. Yeah, I know, I know. I know exactly how you feel. I just want it all to go, and I just feel like... I just hate everything. I'm sorry. Right, are you at home now, yeah? Yeah. Right, 
Put the pills away, because you've not got enough pills there to kill you, right? And you're just going to make yourself feel sick. So get rid of them, okay? Because they're not going to do any good. Go, um... Do you know... Uh, I mean, this sounds really patronising, right? The best advice I can give you now is go to bed. Go go to bed. Listen to the rest of this rubbish. Get ready, there'll be two shouty men on at one o'clock. That might give you the fright of your life, okay? Go to bed. Turn this off. Turn the lights off. And just breathe. I don't know if you meditate or do any of that stuff. The meditation helps me. Just do a bit of breathing and just relax. Doesn't matter if you don't get to sleep. Don't worry about getting to sleep, because if you worry about getting to sleep, then you'll get even more anxious. All you've got to do is get through till 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. That's it. And then you can look at things again. Yeah. A couple of other suggestions. I don't know if you heard we had Matt Hagon on Friday who's written a brilliant book, Reasons to Stay Alive. I think, that, I think they should prescribe that book on the NHS, right? It's only... I saw it on Amazon. It's about four quid on Amazon. Can you afford that? Yeah. Right. Have you got, have you got an Amazon account? No. Right. Get on there, set up an account, or get someone who's got it, and order Reasons to Stay Alive by Matt Haig, okay? Because it's, it's written for you. Okay? Yeah. Can, can you do me one other favour? Yeah. Ha, have you got a pen and paper? No. Yeah, you haven't got a pen and paper? Blimey! No, I'm, I'm on my bed. Find a pen and paper. Yeah, okay. Have you got one or are you pretending you've got one? No, no, I'm going to get one now. Get one, get one, get one. I'm going to give you a phone number. What was that? <laughs> I'm going to give her your number, Kath. Is that all right? <laughs> I'm not going to give her no. Oh, dearie me. She's not well, is she? Yeah. Right, have you got a pen and paper? Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you a number. 116... <laughs> One, one, six. One, two, three. One, two, three. Right, that's the Samaritans, right? And when yeah. people, people think, mention the Samaritans, think, oh, they're awesome, right? I've called the Samaritans. I've got no problems admitting that. Sometimes it's just when it's not appropriate for me to talk to a friend or, or a family member, I can phone them up, I can give them a fake name, I can say whatever the hell I want to them because they are... You know, I'm, I'm just a bloke. They are trained people. They won't give you advice. They're not allowed to. They'll just listen. And if you want to sit on the phone for an hour and cry, they'll listen and they won't hang up. I kind of have to go because of, of the business of doing this, and I know that you understand that. Yeah, you've got other people. Yeah, no, don't worry about the other people, but we, we have got Ecuador, and, and, and I've got business of doing ads and stuff like that, which is a little bit cold, but it's, it's kind of the, the, the fact of it. Um... Give them a call. Why don't you? In fact, why don't you put the phone down and give them a call? And it might not work for you. And if it don't work for you, it doesn't matter. But I find that when I'm feeling like I want to, you know, jump off a building, I want to get drunk and jump off a building. If I phone them, it just eases a little bit of the pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do that? Thank you. Yeah. Well, don't worry about me. Don't thank me. All you got to do is breathe. Give them a call if you fancy it. And if you don't like it, you can hang up as well on them. They don't mind. 
You can go, well, I can't do it, and you put the phone down, and they don't, you know, they care, but they won't, you know, they're not going to call you back, they're not going to report you to anyone. You can do what you want. And then get to sleep. That's all you've got to do. All you've got to do is get to sleep. It'll, it'll, it'll yeah. still be there. Yeah, well, it, yeah, 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 but you also, well, you probably, maybe you don't know right now, but it, it, it might still be there. It, it will almost certainly be different. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. It's all right. You'll be all right. Can can you do me one more favour? Yeah. Don't kill yourself tonight, will you? Don't. All right? All right? Thank you. All right, love. Take care. See you later. Ta-ta. Oh, dearie me. I... I've had a couple of calls like that before, right? And there's always a part of me that thinks it's slightly exploitative to continue it on the air. And those people say nice things on Twitter, you know. There's always a part of me that thinks it's a little bit exploitative. Do you know, Kath, come in for a second. I, I want to talk it through with you. I think we, I think we need a debriefing after that. And um, that young lady's going to be fine tonight. I, I, I can tell that she has it within herself to do uh, what she needs to. Do you know what I mean, Kath? Yeah. Yeah, There's yeah. always a bit of me, always, I mean, it's only happened a couple of times, um, that thinks, oh, should we take this off air? Should I? Should we play a record or something? And um, But um, she called in and I was spoke to She wanted to, that, to talk to you. I spoke to that young lady before. Yeah. And um, sometimes she's very up and sometimes she's very down. She won't kill herself tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm confident of it. I know that she can just uh, sort of get through tonight, isn't it? Um, but can you hear um, crickets? Sounded like oh, we were... a little bit. Hang on. Sounded like we were in, a, in an American movie. That'd be amazing. Uh, wouldn't that be amazing? That's the dream to be in an American movie. We'd sit on the porch. Well, I would. I would be asleep. You can sit on the porch, but keep the squeaking down. <laughs> um, there's a great scene in that Pee Wee Herman film where he's sitting on a on a swinging bench with this farmer and uh, his fifteen daughters, and it's just a really long bench. <laughs> anyway. Um, She'll be alright. I don't want to dwell on it too much. Thank you for the nice tweets. I, you know, I'm just a bloke, you know, and I always worry that I reveal too much about myself. No. Samaritans are amazing. They're not allowed to hang up. My mum used to be a Samaritan. They use fake names, right? And, um, it's, I mean, it's horrible. They would get people phoning up and masturbating down the line. Because they know you can't hang up. Because you can't hang up. Mm-hmm. Imagine people masturbating to my mother. Oh. There's a sentence. Right. So, um, and, you know, this is the joy of doing a show like this, Catherine, and I know you embrace it, is the clunky gear changes. Yeah. And and I know that that last call, I won't mind a clunky gear change as we go to Az. Good evening to you, Az. Yo, what's up, Ian? Uh, well, what's up, Az, is I thought that you had a fictional girlfriend in uh, Ecuador. How the hell did you meet someone in Ecuador? Uh, you know, the usual story. It was like eight and a half years ago when we were both in India, so, you know. <laughs> Well, the usual story. Standard, bro, standard. Why is she, does she live in Ecuador? She does live in Ecuador, yes, bro. When was the last time you had um, physical contact with her? And I don't mean anything filthy. The last time I gave her a nice big hug was uh, just a couple of months ago. I was in Ecuador in February. And does she come over here? Uh, She has done. She doesn't like it. No, it's too cold for her. Hang on a second. It turns out she's... Too many, too many cats for her. Okay, well, Nassine is on the line. Good uh, good evening, Nassine. 
Hi, Ian. Nice to meet you. It's it's so nice to meet you because I thought that Az was some sad, pathetic loser, um, but it turns out he's got what sounds like a, a delightful, a, yeah, exactly. and very real girlfriend. Uh, you, you know, to what language do they speak in Ecuador, Catherine? Spanish, but Nassim, I don't. Do you speak Spanish? Of course. Well, of course. Go on then. You two chat in Spanish then. Go on. Bueno, podemos charlar en español si quieres. ¿De dónde eres? ¿Cómo sabes español? Sí, sí, estudiaba ahí. Keep going. <laughs> oh, man, tu español es mucho bit, better than mío. Bit, bit longer. <laughs> Stop it. I love it. It's very off-putting. Right, what's your problem with... Um, um, I tell you what, Ed, sorry, could you call Dennis back? Because it's, it's, it's going to... What's your problem with cats, Nassim? Yeah, what's your problem with cats? Nassim? Steady on, fella, I'm sorting this out. Shall I translate? All right, yeah, you, all right I'll go your back, though. Nassim, ¿por qué no te gusta los gatos? who's back now. <laughs> The problem, I have never liked cats, and I am just keep saying that if this goes farther, he wants to have a cat in his house. But I've always had a dog. I'm a super, super, super dog person, so... I have got... I've had a cat for the last 15 years. It's her birthday today. She's 17. Happy birthday, Velvet. I've had a dog for, um... Oh, happy, birthday. Uh, happy birthday to the cat. I need to go and buy her a present. I've had a dog for about eight months, okay? Um... The cat is way better than the dog. She's better company. The dog Why? had the dog right. I took the dog had like mud stuck in her fur the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And I was rubbing off my fingers. That wasn't mud. You were doing what? I was rubbing the mud <laughs> from my dog's fur. Then I, I smelt my fingers. Okay, that wasn't mud. Fox poo. It was some kind of poo. Mm-hmm. The cat would have licked that off and cleaned it. Yes, yeah, your dogs are dirty. She wouldn't have rolled in it in the first place. No, exactly. Now, see, cats, cats are clean, dogs are dirty, cats are clever, dogs are stupid. Cats are cats give you love and comfort when dogs just want you to give them pleasure. Steady as. And her dog smells really bad, I'm telling you. What make of dog have you got, Nazine? Well, I have a pug. A pug? Oh, I love those. Oh, They're so flipping cute. it. They're horrible. No little faces. Nazine, are you the same size as a cat. You might as well just get a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's his name, Nazine? Yeah, super cute. What's it called? Bully. Willy? Have you got Willy? Bully. 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 (laughs) Uh, Right, okay. How, How old is the dog? Mm, like eight years or more, probably, yeah, probably ten, I think. Oh, she don't even know how old it is. Gosh, she must really love it. <laughs> if yeah, if it's ten, as what happens when you get a dog, love just dies. With the cats, it goes till the end. If it's t- if it's ten, as you probably got another four years. Pugs don't live too long, and then once once it dies and she's really upset. Oh, my bu- bully has died. He's no longer with don't me. Do the voice. I'm losing my best friend. You go. Oh, don't worry. I can cheer you up. Here's a cat. I could get a cat and dress it up as a pug because they're the same size. <laughs> and when she falls in love with it and I take all the disguise off Then you whip the disguise off it and then she's got it and you can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of yes, it. Nasina, are you sure you want to carry on with this guy? He no. sounds dodgy. <laughs> no, I'm just going to break up. 
that's that sort of thing. That's that's according to plan, you guys were meant to have my back about the cat and as, sort out as, that. As, hey, I'm a poet. Do you know what? I'm actually on Nassine's side. I think you, I think she should dump you, mate. She can do much. She, oh, she needs great. a hot Ecuadorian fella to to make sweet, passionate love to her. Oh, great! Thanks for that, loyal listener since like 2006. Okay. Bias. He'll be listening a bit more now. He's lonely. Nassine, I, I may disagree with you about cats and dogs, but I think you're absolutely right when it comes to boys. Dump that loser and find somebody out there that you can get on with. Okay, <laughs> nice to talk to you, Nassine. Ta-ta. There we go. What a, what a delightful... I believe that's the first Ecuadorian phone call I've ever taken on air. We should do this. Problems. Personal problems. We could well, we can handle we've, it. Well, we've caused one couple to split up. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> that could have taken years. Um, Dennis, happy tree. Stay there. 0844 Let me just give it the finger. Well, tonight's show has been, um, I was going to say delightfully, and I'm, I'm going to stick with the word delightfully, even though, you know, the, the, the part of the last half an hour was not delightful, but it's, it, it's been delightfully ramshackle, bouncing all over the place, from the light and indeed uh, to uh, the very shady. Um, it gets even shadier. Is Dennis in Dunstable? Oh, Dennis. Hello, Cathy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How's the big and the little one? Okay. S- still big and little. Yeah, they're doing all right. Right now, Ian, did you ever get round to doing that priceless celebrities on a Saturday night? Pointless. A oh, pointless. <laughs> priceless. Yeah, I did. Did now I recover? Those no. I filmed an episode of Pointless. Me and Keith Chegwin up against uh, Michelle Heaton from Liberty X. She was with Anthony Costas from Blue. And Nicholas Parsons, who didn't have a clue what was going on, with Helen Lederer, and Rav Wilding up against a delightful woman who's on Loose Women, and she was in the bill, and I can't remember her name, but she was delightful, right? And I filmed it, and, um, spoiler alert, me and Cheggers won. We got through to the final round. Mm. We didn't win the prize money, but we got through to the final round. I also made a... Now, I made a really... I made a terrible faux pas. Well, it sounded bad. I made, I made, basically, a, I answered a question in a racist way. Or in a way that sounded racist. Yes. Because you're not a racist person. Well. But it was a racist answer. It was, I gave a racist answer on Pointless, right? And this was like June or July of last year. Mm. And I thought it had gone out. But loads of people keep saying, has your Pointless gone out? Has your Pointless gone out? But it was just before um, that thing happened. So I wonder whether a note went round. No, 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 no. Because I've been on other BBC stuff since since they shafted me. I see it regularly, and I never saw it once. I mean, I made made sure I, re- I re- put it on record so I didn't, wouldn't miss it. Get a life, mate. <laughs> Wasn't there. I'm sorry. I've got it. Now, listen, I have it on DVD. I've not watched it. I've sent it. To, my sister's got one in New Zealand. Have you watched it, Joe? You better have. I haven't watched it. I don't think it's been on. I, I, I think I've got black balls. Pardon? I think I've I been be surprised. I think I've been blackballed. Yeah. By the BBC. Mm. Mm. Yes. I know. I don't think. I, I don't know why. I, I, was the answer too racist for it to be broadcast? <laughs> well, it's not the first time opinion. they've done it, too, is it? I I once filmed a whole series for Channel 4, my own series for Channel 4, six-part series of uh, chat show. They never showed any of it. I've got it on VHS in the garage if anyone wants Who to watch. Who did you interview? David Dickinson. Mm. Simon Day. Yeah. Lulu! Yeah. Oh, I sat at Lulu's feet in the green room while she told boring stories about rock and roll. She's so beautiful. <laughs> Patsy Palmer. Yeah. Right, Pats. Um, um, who else was there? 
I don't know. I don't, uh, my TV, let's be honest, guys, my TV career has not lived up to its early expectations, and that's absolutely fine. Well, want, Ian, can it, you run a copy of that uh, thing and send me one, please? Do you know what, Dennis? I, I, Instead of the ten quid. I'll, 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 I'll burn, remind me, because I, I may forget. I'll, we'll get your, your address, and I'll, I'll, yes, I'll send you a DVD of me on Pointless. How about that? That's absolutely super. Cheers, my dears. Ta ta, now that's, go to bed. That's for the one person who cares. I better do it quickly, because you ain't going to be around for much no. longer. Happy Tree! Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm hungry, man. I'm really hungry. I've totally muffed up my eating um, today because I just I, I slept a lot. I slept a lot today. But this shift is messing about with my eating. I'm getting home and having a slice of toast. Yeah, I will. Pro- I'll have a bowl of muesli when I get home. Oh. We haven't got bread. We don't t- tend not to have bread in there. No, I know I'll have. We've got French tartlets made by my mother-in-law. Mm. Delicious pastry, strawberries, and like a sort of custardy thing in the middle. Creme pat. Uh? Creme Pat. No, no, that's not her name. Anyway, Happy Tree. <laughs> what you got well, for it's us? Half past two here. It's half past two here, and I've Show just off. had some curry. So I mean, you just eat when you want, man. What's what's exactly? That's eat? the ticket. What's the thing? They say don't eat a big meal before you go to bed because you'll get fat. You sit. It'll sit on you. But 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 you. you... I'm fine anyway. Well, th- th- I... there's the answer. Get fat anyway. There's a great thing. I'm, gl- I'm glad <laughs> you've reminded me of this, guys. There is a brilliant thing, right? You, there is so. There's obviously nothing going on in the world, right? So this is utter bullshit. Don't, don't worry, don't worry. We'll, we'll take this right here. Page 33 of the Daily Mail, the Inspire section. How to diet in your sleep. What? Yes, it sounds too good to be true. But here a top doctor reveals a weight loss regime that's blissfully simple and effective. Dr. Jason Fung. Come on, dude. Diet in your sleep? <laughs> You're making that up. <laughs> How do you do it? We all fast in our, we all fast in our sleep. That's why we, we call it breakfast. Well, breakfast, most yes. of us do. Most of us do. There is a thing of sleep eating, apparently. You're joking. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some people who'll go down to the fridge, in their sleep, open it up, and empty it. That's why. That's why there were cat treats all over the floor. I was obviously <laughs> nibbling on them during the night. <laughs> Talking about cats, cats actually, you were, you were saying how wonderful and clean they were. Yeah. Just as I was waiting for the the call from from your station, one of my lovely cats had done the, the poopies and then jumped up in a cabinet and left an interesting design on the wall. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know, you know, clean, clean yourself, girl. But, uh, My cat busy. doesn't um, go out now because because we got the dog, so the cat kind of lives in in the bedroom in the, in my bedroom with me, um, and we have like an ensuite, mm-hmm. and she, she kind of she and she's because she's old, she's quite happy with that, and I I put her out in the garden, but she just can't run straight back in. Um, yeah. uh, but she means the litter trays in my lost recently. Sorry. Did she get lost? Well, I said recently. She did get lost. She got lost. She got lost for five days. It turns out she was hiding under the wainscoting in the kitchen. Um, oh. But she, the litter trays in the in the kitchen. Do you know? I thought it was in your bedroom. Uh, in my in the in the, the the bedroom. I heard this study recently. There we go. I know, in the last couple of days, something that poo kicks out. Yeah. Cat poo. It makes you go blind. Makes you go a little bit nuts. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains a lot. But also, I've heard, I've heard something I never thought I'd hear, and I'm probably the only person that's ever heard this. I've heard my cat weeing. <laughs> I've heard her weeing, and it's a really, it's, it's. First time I heard it, I thought, who's that in my, who's that in the bathroom? Where's, is there a bloke? In, is there a burglar in the bathroom? And Having then, a wee, and then Velvet just pads in the, the wet bandit. <laughs> Wet bandit, <laughs> leaving his calling card. His, his wet calling You've card. Got to lock up your toothbrush. Yeah. But no, then velvet just pads in. 
Oh, yeah, were you listening? No, you're a pervert. And then, <laughs> that was that. Honestly, it was like a docker. I couldn't believe it. Does she not... OK. What? Well, you could hear it. What, you think she coughs or something? You think she does the flush so that... Why Whistles. She... <laughs> no, I mean, it sounded like yeah. she was going in the loo the way you were going on. You could hear it in the litter tray. Well, Honestly, well. it's outrageous. What it's... a charming story that was. Happy tree, go on, what you got? Or is that it? Well, no, it was, it was actually, I was going to phone about Lionel Blair, but I think in light of the call that you got, I, I would just like to congratulate the way you handled it. You're right. We caused a young couple to split up, and I'm very, very proud <laughs> of it. It was for the best. Um, line uh, two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Oh, there's something that line two. It's a little bit. Let's try there. There we go. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? I can hear you. Is that me you're talking to? Yeah. Yes, it is, John... Uh, Noah. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Not really. Uh, the phone's signal's been playing up all day at my end. Oh, that's perfect. What did you want to say, Noah? I just wanted to say, um, wow, what a remarkable evening. Um, what have you been up to? I was, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I finally got round to, uh, reading, uh, Alex Ferguson's, uh, last book on leadership. And, uh, uh, as, uh, as I was reading that, I saw, uh, sort of was dipping in and out of, uh, consciousness, uh, with what was going on on the radio, and uh, I, I just want to say that you handled that incident rather well. Well, Happy and, Tree talking uh, about his cat doing a poo in the house. And smearing it on the workshop. No, the... I know no, what the you know. Other, I the know what one. you know. Well, thank you very much. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, well, um, one one thing, to if this is any reassurance, if, if they were serious, if they'd been serious about taking their life, they wouldn't have called you, they wouldn't no, don't, have... No, it sounds like you're daring her. It sounds like you're daring her. Don't. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It, that often it is a cry for help, but often as well, people do do it, you know, and people do do it. And um, I'm sure she's not going to do yeah. it tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm confident that she... Uh, um, I just think she wants things to get better rather yeah. than to end it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's well, what it is. Well, let's... And let's... also, I wouldn't... I, and also, to lighten it a little bit... Here we go. Here comes I the light. Like it, I... I would I wouldn't uh, uh, burn a copy and accept money of that uh, unaired pointless if I were you because oh. I think it may be technically illegal. Oh blimey! What pirating my own performance? I've sent the copy to my sister in New Zealand. Have I broken yeah, the laws? I don't. I don't, I, I don't. No, I don't. You only break it if you uh, make a profit off of it. Well, he's not selling it to Dennis. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna send. Well, this. <laughs> Send him a freebie. He offered a tenner for it. No, oh, no. I, I owe him a tenner. I owe him a tenner because he's not dead. I had a bet that he wouldn't make 90 and he did. I, I wanted to double or quits, he it, won't it, make... It, 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 speaking of recording things off the telly and the radio, <laughs> did you ever remember uh, a show uh, by Amando Anucci called The Friday Night Armistice? I do remember The Friday Night Armistice. I think it was on when I was at college, maybe. It was, oh, it was it on was, a period it, in my life when I wasn't watching a lot of telly for various reasons. It was... It was brilliant and they uh, first episode of one series they uh, they uh, there was this stuff about uh jack straw's son and a reporter being yes. you know arrested for entrapment blah 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 yeah and they did this little skit where they weren't allowed to mention 
uh, a certain newspaper editor by name, although they could legally refer to them as a stoke-faced totter. <laughs> and, um, well, there you go. And, and, and he gave an interview on uh, a, ra- a BBC radio station that yes. will remain nameless. Yes, yeah, good. And they, <laughs> and then he uh, he wrote a letter to Piers Morgan asking for a copy of that interview on uh, BBC Radio, yeah. and he sent £10 for his trouble. Well, there you go. So he got the well, tape recording with um, a, a, a leaflet with compliments from the mirror, and then he turned around and what? encouraged uh, his viewers to arrest Piers Morgan for breaking the law. He's good, our man. Thank you for that, Noah. He's, I mean, you probably had to be there. He's Let's put Armand Irianucci on the list. Let's get him on. All right. Let's put him on the list. We can ask him. We can ask him. The number of people that we've asked... Jim Dale's coming on. Yeah. Uh, We'll go to a break in a second. Let me very quickly just take this call, because I've been waiting. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. Hello, Ian. It's Jan. Hello, Jan. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right. I've just discovered I can can lift... Don't um, mess with that. ...the control panel out of the desk. These screws are fake screws. It's not oh, screwed in. Wow. It's not screwed in. It's not, there's nothing worse than a fake screw, Ian. Oh, cheeky man! <laughs> already had people, I've already just been talking about people masturbating to my mum. Can we not say those words together in that order ever it's again? It's quite healthy for me. <laughs> to get... To, 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 no. Stop. Well, you've cheered me up, actually, because I've got the raging hump. Oh, blimey, it was... I phoned the other night and told you about my parking ticket that I got because I went to Matalan. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you, you spent three and a half yeah. hours in the car park where you were only allowed for two hours, yes. That's right, yeah. Yes. And, uh, anyway, I've gone to pay it online, oh. and I've got to pay the full bloody whack because I've missed it by two days. Jan! Mm, Jan. I know. I'm not happy. So how much... To pay how much have you got to pay? quid. Oof. Mate. That could have got you a lot of tops at Matalan. I get a lot of parking tickets. I'd struggle with my driving, as we may find out later on in the year. Um, uh, but I... Wait, that was pay, an expensive trip. You've got to pay the parking ticket. Mate, Jan, I've got to go, because I'm really late for the ads, and, and it's, um, it's, it's, it's furious with me. I can't even make eye contact with him. <laughs> parking ticket, pay it, fume about it, let it go. You should be in bed. Yeah, you, you, you should be in bed. Let's take this call, then I'll tell you how you can diet in your sleep. Right? Oh, excellent, thanks. Line um, six, you're on the wireless. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm all right, what you got? Um, yeah, I've been sat in my bathroom for nearly three hours listening to you. Why are you listening in the bathroom? Because, like, everyone downstairs is watching TV, all that Geordie Shaw rubbish and stuff like that. Yeah. Children in the bedroom trying to sleep. Yeah. I'm the one who's got seven kids, so they're, like, everywhere. Headphones? Have you not got headphones? Get some um, Beats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my children steal my headphones and break them. Oh, th- this is the thing about headphones. They are very, very breakable. Mm-hmm. The Apple ones, the, I've not tried Beats, but all of them, they 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 they, they, uh, they break very, very easily. It's very frustrating. See, another thing that breaks easily is the cable to charge the iPhones. Oh, yes. That breaks. Oh, Apple know what they're doing there. Steve Jobs was a genius. They're not hugely flexible, are they? No, they no, take no, no. a lot no, of stress no. near the old... Yeah, uh, the, the, the old um, uh, socket. Yeah. You know about that. Don't they give you a free one if you take it to the store? No! Do they? I think... I heard a rumour. No! Well, go, go and try it out for us. Try it. I've, I've heard this. I've heard this. We'll do a consumer test. Yeah. yeah I don't it. believe that's true. 
It's what I, I, I can't confirm it is or not. But it'd be good you can't go around spreading rumours on national radio. There's going to be a rush at the Apple Store tomorrow now. There's going to be a rush at the Apple Store <laughs> tomorrow now. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Well. But anyway, is it a nice bathroom? <laughs> No, I'm in the middle of decorating it. There's tiles everywhere. Let <laughs> me be careful. Do they still? Yeah, do you still got... put matches in between the tiles? No, I've got little crisscross spaces. Here's yeah. the thing. My boy got um, battleships for his birthday, right? Good and game. I, yeah. Well, we never bothered to get it out, and the weekend I thought, right, we're going to crack this open. So I set it all up. But we've lost the 84 red pegs and the 120 white pegs. Oh. They've gone. <laughs> I said, where are they? I don't know. Well, you took them out. You've been playing with the peg. Where are the pegs? At first of all, I said, oh, we can use matchsticks. And then I thought, no, we can't, because it's not 1979. And also, you need two <laughs> different colours. You need red and white. Paint them. Well, oh, for crying out loud. So here's a question. Where can I get the pegs for battleships? You can't buy them separately. Just don't be tight. It's dead you cheap. Buy, buy another one. I'm not spending 16 quid on another battleship. how much it is. Yeah. It, that's dear. Yeah. Get on, get, on, get on eBay. You'll probably get a whole battleship set. Here we go. 5p or something. I know. Do it on a pad and paper. Oh no, we've yeah, got the yeah, we've yeah. got the set. Mm. It's easily done. No, oh, it is actually it's easily it's done. But no, he's he's, he's, he's six. He's well, he ruined it for himself. He can do it the hard way uh, now. He probably did. Jamie, anything else? No, no, I just thought. Oh I'd God, say, you sound miserable. But... Well, you got listen. Bum and legs. Well, only one place to sit in here. Tell me about it. Is he sitting on the toilet? Is he sitting on the lavatory? Or in the bath? Line seven, you're on the wireless. Right. Oh God, not um, you again. I... Yeah, well, it's a dress you wanted. No, don't no, give no, it no. no, don't give it to me now, Dennis. We're on the air. People, every, you'll have everyone coming around looking for sex. Well, I don't, they can get it any time they like. I've still got a walking stick. Oh, blimey. Dennis, listen, we'll sort it out tomorrow, mate. We'll sort it out tomorrow. We'll, get, we'll give you a call before the show. We're He's keen the, for that point, isn't he? <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> um, line nine, you're on the wireless. <laughs> First time on the new talk radio. Hello, mate. How you doing? All right, Ian. Not bad, thanks. You've got Russ uh, in the Midlands this way. Why are you... Um, um, can I ask... As I, can I ask, right? Remind me of your name, fella. Russ. Russ. Right, Russ, can I ask a question? Right. I am a fan of speech-based radio, right? I listen... It's all I listen to. I don't listen to music radio. I won't be listening to the new... I mean, I'll be listening to the new version, of course. But I listen to them... I listen to them all. Why are you not listening to Ian Collins? Because well, you... Because you, you phone him up uh, all the time, Russ. I'm a big fan of uh, Mr. Collins. Yeah, um, I've just, here. I've been dipping, dipping over, oh. trying out the new station. Oh, um, oh Russ, are you Tarty, eh? I feel honoured, Russ. Okay, what can I do to make you stay and make you abandon Collins? Because I like you, Russ. I think you're, I think you're one of the more intelligent callers to to yeah. late night radio. You're yeah. a good caller. You always make good points. Yeah. I heard yeah. you on. Um, no. Uh, who's um, Darren Adam? I heard you on Darren Adam the oh, other really? night. Yeah, I'm a bit of a. I suppose I'm a bit of a, a phone tart, a, a, a talk, talk radio tart. I suppose. <laughs> I do get about so, a bit. So how do we get you I to commit? Get, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be one of them. It, it's going to be down to the uh, subject matter, I reckon, on the, the different stations. Yeah. Stuff. Well, tonight we're talking about Muslims, black cabs, and Brexit. Oh, no, we're not. Don't get me started. Tonight we've no, I know. Tonight we've been we've been talking about dieting in your sleep. Um, we've been talking well, that's about. What I've, oh, that's what I've called up about. Oh, go on, fella, go on. I, I, I actually, um, I don't know whether it's a health issue or what, but over the last sort of six to twelve months, I've been 
getting this uh, sleep eating uh, business. Boom! I told you it was and, real. Um, what do you mean sleep? What going? What <laughs> sleepwalking and eating in your sleep? No, no, I wake up about an hour or two after going to sleep, um, yeah. feeling hungry, yeah. especially craving for something sweet, and oh. usually end up snaffling some uh, peanut M&Ms or a cream <laughs> oh, or something. Excellent use of the word oh. snaffling, by the way. That, that gives you five <laughs> points, sir. Well, I work nights, you see, so um, I yeah. think, and then, you know, when I try and readjust to days, I'm a days off. Oh, mate, it's, listen, I, 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 I do, I've done breakfast for the last four years. Kathy, you've done it for a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, that, and that messes up with your life. And then coming and doing this shift, the complete opposite end of the day, my body's all over In the fact, place. This whole conversation's making me hungry. I'm, I'm, and we went out for supper before we came. Mm. We went out of Chinese. It is, it's, <laughs> it's very confusing to the body, isn't it, Russ? Yeah, yeah, it's your, um, what, case, or, I don't know what the word is now, funny, funny word, something rhythm. It's just to do with... Your uh, Acadian rhythms. Your Acadian rhythms. rhythms. That's what it all is. They're all, they're all, they're all cocked up, but I did, right, now be careful. It's me, Acadian rhythms are all cocked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to, many, many years ago... Yes. Um... Suffer from a similar disorder, oh, yeah. but of the uh, of the uh, hokey cokey um, variety. I used to um, the well, hokey cokey variety. My, 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 my wife would wake up with rather a surprise, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm being totally genuine. Luckily, you know, we were well. She's been Mrs. That we're, we're married now. I've just, got literally no idea what you're talking. There's going to be about. some in out shake well, it all about coming on, isn't fr- there? Fr- yeah, phrase it. I could phrase it as sleep shagging. You could Let's do. Be Very delicate. Let's be controversial. So, hang on a minute. You, you would you would have sex while you were who was asleep in this scenario? Just so we can work oh. out the legality. Both of us. <laughs> oh, oh dear! Oh dear! That's not good, is it? I'm sorry to the lady in the studio there. Like, it's okay. Uh, I'm no lady. That's no lady. That's Captain Boyle. <laughs> you were. So hang on a minute. If you were both asleep, how did you oh, know you were doing up. it? Well, we'd, w- we'd sort of wake up, obviously, at that point. I was obviously w- in my sleep, getting a bit fruity. Um, Blimey. I don't know. I can't explain it. <laughs> I don't know the opposite way around where I've ended up asleep. No job should be this much fun. I heard a case, I'm sure I heard a case recently in the media, I don't know if the country or abroad, where some guy got done for, I'm sure he got done for rape or something. Um, he was asleep. Linked to this disorder. Yeah, it, well, dis- yeah, he yeah. was asleep. Yeah, yeah, I remember the case. He was. He, he claimed that he was asleep. Russ, listen, I've got, it's great to talk to you. Um, I've got to move on, because we're coming yeah, to the yeah. end of the show. You guys. Cheers, mate. And, and, um, oh, yes, Thanks so much. stick with us. We're better than Collins. Uh, don't tell him I said that. Uh, probably the last call of the night. Line two, you're on the wireless. We're on now. Yes? Um, yeah, well, uh, you put something out last week, you were saying about someone rung in about sweet and sour pork, and it made a meal. Oh, yeah, someone said that sweet and sour pork is dangerous. Yeah. What? Well, I thought I'd, I thought I'd put it to the test. Oh. Over the weekend. Yeah. And I was perfectly fine. Well, thank you for conducting that experiment. If you send your invoice in to Julia Hartley Brewer at Talk Radio, she will reimburse you. <laughs> it's good, sweet and sour, you had sweet and sour pork tonight. Yeah, and I'm feeling okay. So far, What's wrong with it? This, who was it who called in and said that um, it, it, it's all it's all dangerous and all it's all bad for you? I've, I, I love it. I had sweet and sour duck sour tonight, and it's given me indigestion. Uh, Jimmy, thank you very much for that. Very quickly, fast in your sleep. At my clinics, I encourage my patients to fast for days, even weeks. But if you're not hugely overweight, things don't have to be quite so draconian. 
all you need to do is skip a few meals, right? So this is this thing. Start off by aiming for a good old-fashioned 12-hour fast. It's easy. Just eat nothing after your evening meal at 7pm or 8pm. No peanuts, no ice cream, no fruit or milky drink, no peanuts. Until your healthy breakfast at 7am or 8am the next day. That's called going to bed, isn't it? That's what everybody used to do in the 60s. That's Bef- what I do now. Listen to this! That's what everybody used to do in the 60s before bedtime snacks were invented. What? That's like saying pockets were invented in 1968. <laughs> I've got to very quickly, I've, I've got to read you the end of it. You might not have um, heard this. Oh, where is the washing machine? Oh, where is... Oh, 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 oh. I've got... You remember the woman who claimed that she'd had the winning ticket? Yeah, and she'd washed it. She washed it. She sold the washing machine, right? Because it was bringing her bad luck, right? And everyone's <laughs> getting hate. And I, all, the whole story, I'm feeling sorry for. She's getting abuse, apparently, yeah. because she she lied. I think she's just a star and we should celebrate her, right? And so she sold it for 150 quid. Um, she's given the money to charity. Looking at it filled me, my head with dread. I hope that selling the machine and donating the money will mean I can get my life back. Then listen to this very last paragraph of the story, right? And I've been bigging her up. Suzanne is currently on trial for allegedly stealing an Xbox controller from a man she met on a dating app. <laughs> you've got to res- you've got to respect that, haven't you? Talk radio. We've got entertainment and we're not afraid to use it. Talk radio.